0: Everyone online. See everybody. First meeting in August. It looks like some people are on vacation, perhaps. I'm not, not as full of room as we've had in the past. Um, we've got another full agenda, um, and I'm going to do what I I do at every meeting, uh, just reminding us why we're here. Hopefully, by the end of this, you'll all memorize it. <laughs> Emily, can you just advance? So. Um, we're looking to find areas consensus. Uh, we've got to finalize all that really by October 1st. Uh, we're going to be delivering stuff at the state level by October 1st that can go to the Montgomery County delegation, and also looking for elect- uh, recommendations at the county level that we can deliver by mid-October to the council, the executive, and the planning board. Next slide. Um, just a reminder of the ground rules. I, I feel like the last few weeks we've done a good job of um, listening to each other, kind of paying close attention to uh, the different viewpoints, um, speaking uh, out when there you have an issue of concern, or building upon each other's work. And again, I look to—it's not the sole job for me to do that. It's uh, everyone kind of contributing to the supportive environment. Next slide. Um, So this is our first of two meetings in August. We meet again in about two weeks, Uh, all meetings here. Then we have three three hour meetings scheduled for September. Uh, Hopefully we can be done before the 27th, but we'll see. So we've got it on on everybody's calendars. Um, Just a reminder, next slide of some of the key things that are in the uh, letter of intent back in February. Looking at uh, where we can improve timeliness, where we can refine deadlines, what's needed to hit benchmarks, shorten timelines, identifying key challenges and opportunities, a better aligning county and state functions, methods to work out conflicting issues, paying attention to market trends. And interestingly, you know, when you look at, which we're going to do most of the day today, look at the public testimony, a lot of the comments kind of cover all of those bullets. Um, and then the final, no, uh, next slide. Hey, Tom. Um, so, Delegate Lopez will hopefully be here shortly. She got caught in traffic. She said she'd be here by about 15 minutes before the hour. She did want to share some of her uh, thoughts at this kind of midpoint juncture, uh, just in terms of where she thinks, see things going, especially at the state level. Uh, But we're going to spend the majority of our time uh, this morning into the afternoon, focusing on the public testimony in a pretty um, detailed way. Uh, And so to tee that off, we'll actually have the folks who have helped to kind of organize the testimony. So it makes it a little easier to go through by categories. Um, We'll get a break at some point for lunch. But it's going to be a working lunch so we'll probably have no more than 10 or so minutes for you to just kind of grab and come back uh that con- uh, that conversation will continue and then probably about 20 minutes before we close based on the conversation we've had i want to kind of identify so what additional work may need to be done between now and the 24th so we can continue constructive conversations on wherever we left off um, are there and, and to identify, are there specific things we want to make sure that we discuss and address at the meeting? Uh, and so that's the agenda. Um, and so uh, I think we should get started beginning to look at the testimony. But then when um, the delegate arrives, I'm going to ask us to just put the conversation on pause so she can uh, speak a little bit. Uh, have a conversation with all of you if there are things that you want to talk to her about or clarify, and then we can get back to um, uh, the discussion about the public testimony. One, one more slide, and I may, may be stealing some thunder here, but I just want to acknowledge the excellent work that Libu, Pam, and Christina have done over the last few days to go through voluminous data, qualitative comments, from, uh, you know, it was the compilation was like four dozen pages, right? And trying to really kind of, and some of the testimony was very lengthy, you know, multiple pages and trying to really get at, but what's the core thing that they're asking for or recommending? And so that's the spreadsheet that you all should have uh, gotten yesterday. There's additional paper copies if you don't have that in front of you. Uh, but again, just want to acknowledge because, uh, you know, you really need a green eye shade to go through the level of detail of the, the comments. But everything was looked at. Everything was put into tentative categories. I just, again, not, not wanting to steal thunder, but the most common kind of things that went into categories around public involvement, governance, environmental issues, and around master plans and zoning. Um, and so we'll have an opportunity to kind of dig into all of that. But with that, let me turn it over to the three of you, since you lived with this data for two or three days, uh, just quickly kind of sharing top line thoughts and that kind of thing. Sure.
1: So um, I took the written testimony. So one thing I wanted to note here for people in the room and people watching, um, I did quote since it was written so it was verbatim like the actual words from the letters, obviously not the letters in entirety. So I tried to take out the recommendations and the bigger topics that they said. Um, I will note, you've all probably seen it. We did get like three or four, I think, additional letters Thursday, Friday that are not included in this chart. So I just wanted to flag that. That um, they, sh- I think they were emailed to everybody. Um, but that's how the written testimony worked is I just took quotes of the and we. Because we're going through it like this, it's broken up line by line. So you'll see, like for example, like MDIA has several rows because we broke up each of their comments and recommendations and general feedback.
2: Great.
1: Um,
3: <laughs>
2: good
3: morning, everyone. Uh, I took a stab at the oral uh, testimony that was given. Um, I used a transcribe feature so that I could actually see it written and try to, you know, represent as best I could what people were saying. Um, Occasionally, that was even difficult to transcribe, couldn't make out some of the words. And even when you went back and listened to the auditory, especially the very last listening session where I think there was some um, issues with maybe the communication or the audio quality for some people, it was very hard to determine. And so what I will say is uh, we received the notes from that meeting just yesterday. I will go back, double check those notes against what we have in the chart. And if there's anything to update or improve on that, I will do that. Um, but there are quotes around it because it isn't verbatim. It was very hard sometimes to hear exactly what somebody was saying. People also do lots of verbal pauses. So, you know, there was no reason to literally transcribe. Sometimes what people said, it wasn't very clear. It was easier to try to pull it out. So if anyone, especially if people are watching or people were the people who gave the testimony have a, comments or want to add anything to clarify what is included in the chart, we're happy
4: to receive that. And then when I looked at it after Pam and Levu did all that work, I just looked at it to try and put them into categories that would be useful for us to work with. Um, You know, it's it's probably not a perfect science, honestly, because some of these can go in multiple categories. I just chose one that it seemed to fit. Um, So it gave us more structure so that we can go through this and try to talk through each main category to figure out what our recommendations are and next steps.
0: I also just want to acknowledge Kimberly for the excellent work she has done yeah. in treatment. So she uh, created uh, excellent notes for the last work group meeting and excellent notes from uh, the public hearing. So that was also helpful in terms of uh, doing this organization and and um, categorizing. Any questions just about the process that we went through to try and, you know, basically when we looked at what we had Thursday and Friday, it was like, this is going to be really hard to go through unless it has some structure to it. Cause, you know, because you might have something relevant to record plats on page one of the spreadsheet and all the way down to page 23 and it's like, We can't be doing that kind of hunt and peck for stuff. So I really appreciate this kind of organization because I think it helps streamline the conversation we hope to have today and probably into uh, our next meeting. But any any questions, clarifications around the process to get us here to this document? And does anyone need copies of the document? Because we are going to go through it starting in a moment. Everyone's good. Are there copies of the?
5: There's
0: still right on? here. Yeah. Say it again. Yeah, th- there's double. copies right, right here. It's the uh, thick stapled document. And hopefully, folks online also uh, have that up. I received that last night, so that you can be looking throughout the spreadsheet, but also uh, being able to see what's up on the Zoom, or I'm uh, sorry, the team screen. And perfect timing. Perfect timing. <laughs> Thanks for your welcome, Delegate Lopez. Um, So I've done kind of the setup for the day, and we just talked about how the all the public testimony and comments got organized for us to go through today. And so I know that you wanted to make some opening remarks, and so now's a perfect time to do that.
6: Well, thank
7: you. I mean, no matter how much time I try to allot for a daycare drop off and traffic (laughs) from Clarksburg to Wheaton always causes me a little bit more difficulty than I would like. So appreciate your patience. Um, I've tried to, to kind of be... Um, quiet and let the work group play out throughout this process because I think that's really important just to let things flow organically and so now we're at the point where we're a little bit past the halfway point and we're in the home stretch Um, and so I thought now would be a good time to kind of kind of explain where I'm at and um, kind of the direction where I see things moving in Um, First, I want to say just thank you again for your participation and your commitment to this work group. I think when I started this process, I knew having a work group with this kind of makeup from all different parts of our county government was going to be unusual. Um, but I don't think I fully understand how kind of unprecedented it was. And so I know this is a very unique opportunity, and I think um, everyone here has kind of seen that as an opportunity to move things forward. And so I just, I just want to put that out there that I do really appreciate it, and I'm, I'm aware of that. Um, where I, I feel in terms of legislation, um, you know, first let me say I have no intent to introduce anything outside of what is the consensus of this work group. Right. Um, Whatever we come up with is what what I will be moving forward. Um, So from the conversations I've had individually and collectively where I think we're at, I think there's three kind of umbrellas of things. Um, The first piece of legislation has already been discussed here within the work group is trying to align um, the state highway administration's um, timeline to really what Montgomery County Department of Transportation's timeline looks like from my understanding, that means moving from a 45 day cycle to a 30 day cycle. And so um, if there's someone here that I could task with figuring out what you want the specific. You know, change to look like I can work with our bill drafters to expedite that process so that way it will definitely clear what our deadline is. Um, So I don't I don't want to volunteer or voluntold anyone but let, let me know if, if that person is you and that's something you'd want to do I mean really by like the end of the day okay perfect Tom okay thank you um I I want to be um like express urgency but my of staff is on vacation this week and so it probably like it's going to take us a little bit of time to get everything like geared up too um but it's a thing that's coming um the second bill concept uh was brought up by the park and planning folks and that is to change the plat recordation process to uh, be streamlined so i think there's only one approval as opposed to two i'm giving the cliff notes of that but i think that's the 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 crux of that and so i'll work with with you folks to make sure that the legislation looks like how it's supposed to look my goal is to do all of this up front as tightly as possible so we don't have to do 20 rounds of amendments and it can pass as cleanly as possible because it just slows down the process once we discover you know kinks down the road right um the third thing and this is a bit more nebulous um from the public testimony uh it seems clear that there is a notification um, there's concerns about the notification process and I think any time when we can commit ourselves to transparency is is time well spent and so I don't know exactly um, you know what I would want to do there but I know that there will have to be um, a short-term approach and then a long-term approach you know as a lawmaker, I only have certain tools, and to me, it doesn't make sense to kind of shoehorn a notification process that will might work for the next five years. But technology changes, and the way people use information changes, and our culture of how we share information changes. So it's not necessarily something I can say like, you know, we need five tweets and four posters, or I mean, that doesn't make sense to have a bill like that. I think coming up with some short-term ways to address of community concerns with a long term look forward is like every five years we do maybe an audit that includes uh, community members or something along those lines right I know that's the direction I would want to go in Um, what how that looks like in terms of how that can be administered I would look to you subject matter experts to tell me what needs to happen there Um, and particular to particularly to the folks who are doing the community work to say like This is what folks need. Um, My expectation is that we would talk to some of the folks who have provided written testimony and like circle back with them and say, hey, this is something we're going to prioritize. Let's have another conversation. Whether that looks like, you know, just individual, I mean, a lot of it deals with scheduling, right, whether that's like individual conversations or whether we like sit down and have a Zoom about it or something, I'm, you know. I defer to other folks what might work, but I think there's there's people who um, have consistently expressed um, concerns about this, and this provides an opportunity to come up with some type of way of um, you know making sure our notification system actually meets the needs of our um, our community and how people use information. Um, for that third part. I don't know. I guess perhaps over the course of the day when you're talking over the testimony, you can kind of come to some type of consensus about how to operationalize that. Uh, I really don't want to put any more work on your plate. I think there's a way to keep this process streamlined, like maybe, you know, we go over the, uh, the testimony, figure out how we're going to reach back out to folks we need to reach back out to and then maybe meet sometime in between the next work group to come up with what specifically we should do. Does
0: that sound fair? Yeah, I know that the most comments for a category that came in was what was termed public involvement that will have kind of notification issues in it. Um, so, you know, I think part of what we have to do today and potentially into next time is to really, what what are we hearing? Are we hearing different issues or same issues over and over again? And what implications does that have for how we do notifications in the future? So think we need to go kind of go through it. I, I know for me, I've scanned this, I haven't kind of internalized anything. So I think we all need to kind of do that, really understand what we're hearing uh, from public testimony, kind of what's consistent, where there's real diversity in terms of people's perspectives, and then see what makes the most sense. That would be, you know, so, and I'm sure, except perhaps the three uh, folks who really dug into the data over the last couple of days, really don't even yet know what, what all those public involvement comments are. So I think we need to digest that today.
3: What I would just say is, um, so it, it might end up that there can be legislative changes related to all of that, and there could be internal process changes that the planning department would say, you know, this is our rules and procedures, this is how we do things, but we would change X, Y, and Z. It doesn't require legislation to do that, but also would be a response to community. So there could be both.
0: Yeah, and I think that, that that's something that's really important As we're moving into looking at what has been proposed to change is that there are going to be certain things probably in the smaller pot that go to the state level that can be put into bills Um, and then at the county level, which is, I think, probably where most stuff will be directed. Some are perhaps county council legislation, but a lot can just potentially be internal in internal operations, internal processes. Uh, kind of cross collaboration. So I think that that's part of what we need to figure out as we go through this today is like what's really being asked and where and kind of weird does the onus of responsibility go if we really go forward with it. So, but any any questions for Delegate Lopez around what she's identified so far?
8: No, I don't have any questions. Those are great ideas and uh, It'll be our our responsibility to flush them out. Give them more substance. Um, There's a there was a lot of testimony on the plants. not as much as community involvement, but it's been raised a lot in the uh, development community,
7: so. um, Take a very serious look. It sounds like there's already, you know, some momentum there and it's happening Mm -hmm. organically and um, you know, I I feel like that's, I don't don't ever want to call anything low hanging fruit because everything's more complicated than what it seems. And I'm discovering that even more and more with development. Um, But um, it does feel like that's a a good kind of um, first step forward. And, you know, I care a lot about, um, you know, changes that might happen at the county level, but that's just not the area that I can do anything about. And so hopefully, you know, those conversations will continue on and, and great
0: changes will continue. Diane, you had a question or a comment?
9: Uh, yeah, I just I do have a comment. I, I think that it's important to recognize that in the conversations about record plats, that number one, there's one issue which I've seen overarching through the attorneys, the law firms who have commented and the developers have commented in the timelines that are involved on record plat. But I also think it's important to notice, note that there's only really one purpose for which um, DPS is, is signing off on these plats for the most part, which has to do with the fact that it requires health sanitarian sign off. It's, and the health sanitarians are designated under the state law and that is delegated to um, DPS. There is a, a function that relates to um, making sure that there's proper sanitary systems in place both for the um, well and septic and the water and sewer so I just think that before everybody goes to make changes everybody needs to understand what it is
0: no it's an important point I think that's true for everything we consider here Mm
10: -hmm. and I I just I I do want to mention just on on record plats it is for a property owner or a small property owner, it is the thing that says where their property ends. And so, um, you know, we just have to make sure that there's enough public notice, notice to the adjacent property owners and, and those nearby because uh, it, it ultimately becomes, you know, how how the property owner knows where the end of their property is. And, you know, it's um, people build fences and, you know, if they're not, if they're not clear about where your property ends, uh, uh, you end up with with other problems. So, uh, just have to make sure there's sufficient public notice, but that's one of the details that we can click through it.
0: Great, thanks Tom. Anyone else? Alright. Um, so why don't we begin going through the spreadsheet? Cherise, you should definitely join the table, please. We can slide down to make room. That would be great. So, um, so we're going to go through from uh, the top of the document um, and category by category, and as necessary, line by line, and I think. Um, what we'd like to do as much as possible for each line is to understand kind of uh where where this is going in terms of direction like is this moving to some kind of recommendation is this moving towards more research that needs to be done and then um uh you know as this or if this moves forward where 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 is its home base where does it belong in terms of uh, an agency or organization that takes at least lead responsibility on it. What I will also say, you know, so as as we know, this is a forty-plus page document. Um, I don't want to get, I, I don't want to spend too too much time on any one thing, if we can avoid it. But there are, I think, there are going to be some things here that are really complex, maybe somewhat controversial, and at least we at least need to understand kind of the full range of, of views on it as we figure out all right so what are we going to do with it coming out of this meeting so i don't have a perfect process for doing this um so bear with me in it as we're going through if you if you feel like maybe we can do it a little differently to expedite it i'm wide open to uh, ideas christina so i
4: actually based off of what delegate lopez just said what i'm would throw out there and see if everybody else is amenable to this is I would actually focus on those three items you know the first two are are right there and then notice mm-hmm. notice is down below and so is well, public it's it, sure we do that. and and really work on those because it sounds like those are the ones that we need you know something to come out of this with and then after we do those we can focus on the other items to figure out you know what next steps are on on those ones but you know, I, I think it's it's not a bad thing if we spend significant time working through those.
0: Okay. How does, how does that sound to folks in terms of um, trying to align where we focus initially in this conversation with the areas that Delegate Lopez has identified? Um,
8: my only concern is that we, we got quite a bit of more uh, written statements after this compilation, which, you know, and this was incredible work that you all did. And I'm thinking, in particular, I I was reading it, and there were comments on the plat the plat issue and some proposals. So, um, I just it, it will be a bit incomplete, but as long as we don't make any final final yeah. Issues. So
0: so I think one thing that I didn't say so so. Um, I had a conversation with Delegate Lopez last week, and um, so there's a survey that either went out or is going out early this week that allow, that has some specific questions we're looking to get answered, and we've extended the deadline for that. Um, I think per really per Kate's, was it Kate? No, I think it was, maybe it was Diane said last time. Um, people are on vacation. August is a tough time. They may not pay attention, so we're extending it till September 1st where people can fill out their survey if they like they want, they have important perspectives on the specific questions we're asking. So that's one. And that um, any other kind of public comment is also um, available to, for people to make until that same day, September 1st. Yeah. So I don't think we consider anything final uh, today, for sure, uh, because we know we're going to get more. Um, what I would say for the specific thing you mentioned about record plats is as we're talking about record plats here, On the specific things that are show up in this document if there are things that you want to bring from any comments that were made since whatever the third or fourth uh, just highlight that and obviously that will end up in a a next version of this document but if there's something important that we need to know that came out of those comments please please bring them up gary does this
6: help to almost categorized as state and county so leslie list that we just went through with the consensus that's more the state list then there's i think a lot more work for oh, well, <laughs> the county yes. list which is a lot of this which could be done by policy or county regulation versus the state so maybe that's a way to hope yeah, for sure too, is that we do the state list to christina's point and then do the county list
0: so I, I don't know kind of beyond what the delegate identified in her remarks. There may be other state stuff that doesn't show up in the three areas that she talked, to, talked about. So I think we'll have to decide, do we want to find all of those kind of immediately or do we take them as we go through kind of the order? But so, so my proposal would be if everyone's comfortable with it. So we'll start with state timelines. We'll go to Platts. Then we'll look at public involvement, and then we'll see where we are on time and what makes sense to address next.
4: I would do notice. Notice is a separate thing. I would do notice first, then public involvement, but then you have to. So is notice
0: a separate category? Okay. 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 All right. Okay. That makes it easier because public involvement has 30 comments.
4: I know (laughs) because it's a lot of different ideas that kind of fall.
0: Okay. I I didn't didn't catch that. This is not a
4: perfect science. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to cover
8: everything eventually.
0: Yeah none of this is perfect science i
8: mean i was thinking when we cover notice that that we would also cover the uh pre-application
4: community meeting because that's a big part of them getting there so that's in that that's in public involvement so we'll cover that when we get to the public involvement piece
8: in my mind that those
4: those steps all
8: go together
0: so yeah so 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 we can do we can
8: yes it's not going to cover
2: everything
0: after notification we can begin to look at public involvement because it is the biggest category and you know for I think for folks for the public out there watching this we'll watch it later Uh, we'll want to make sure that we're treating this as a priority so um, so why don't we do it that way all right so going to the top of the spreadsheet state timelines um, I'm not going to try to know what the all the acronyms are but the first line says we suggest and this goes back to what the delegate said um legislation for sha's review time to be reduced from 45 to 30 days to mirror mc uh, dots review of such studies um we've heard that many times throughout this entire process it seems like something that people feel pretty clean keenly about the delegates identified it so any specific additional discussion that we need to have here any
9: I'd actually like to add something to that if it's possible, and I recognize this could have a budget impact, yeah. but one of the things when I was DPS director that I had tried to, to bring on is I tried, I met with SHA to try to get them to have a person that sat in the offices of DPS like we did with WSSC, so that would help to improve the one-stop shop um, implementation and also to have um, you know, for, for code design consultations, it certainly would make things a lot better. And now, having park and planning with the planning staff and the GPS staff in the same building and WSSC in the same building, it would be terrific if um, SHA would have a, an engineer on site to join in the reviews.
0: Okay, I've, I've noted that here. Uh, and you said, like, so that's something that WSSC is already doing.
2: Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah, All right.
11: I have my All right. Does SHA know that this is headed their way? Well, later. not today. Later. Yeah.
10: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that it's important to coordinate with that just to let them know how critical this is for the counties and why it's needed because they'll have you know, uh, this will take more staff or something or other, just never know how they're going to react. I know so, they were invited to this
2: work and, and they, right? They've
12: participated okay. in a few, I, I've seen Quasi's name up here, but I don't okay. know um, what involvement on their level. Uh, yeah. One thing I'd like to bring up is I don't, I don't personally know where this is in the legislative. I don't know yet either. Function. Uh, you know, it could is it be a, in regulations or it could be in state statute and so either way so i think that's something that we would have to find out is where this is actually housed
7: so um, i reached out to our incoming uh chair of ent and from my just brief exchange with him i'm pretty sure it is in the state statute um and i mean, yes. I mean the many like,
8: may not so, be and yeah. Yeah.
3: so it might right. be a
8: memorandum of understanding
3: between wssc and the
6: fact that they're housed in DPS.
10: And if it's not state statue, you could make it state statute, But yeah, that's true. I I can talk to Melanie Winger, uh, who's the county's the executive and the county councils legislative portion And so uh, yeah,
9: so matters involving um, SHA and the access permits and and, um, state roads would be under state law for sure. Um, what we did with WSSC is we did do it as an MOU um, with them, and it it could be done either way. I think that the sticking power, the staying power is a legislative solution, though, particularly for the timelines. And for the timelines, for
3: sure. Yeah. yeah. But for staffing.
12: Right. I was talking about the timelines. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So, so Delegate Lopez, you said you were going to alert ma- alert them just to make sure that they know that this is sure. moving forward. Tom, was there something specific you were going to you were going to talk to
10: to to Melly just drafting the bill? Uh, again, I mean, I can draft bill, but I she's does it all the time. Just
13: so. just a point on the person. The person doesn't have to be really situated in this office anymore. Right now, we do everything virtually. Our design consultation is on. is virtually a lot of stuff. I know when we did uh, the MOU with WSSC, it was a different time. That was, you know, 10 years ago. And, and there has been discussion, actually, uh, that maybe those are staff, they don't need to be situated over here because everything, but we have them over here. Uh, but again, I'm fine, percent to do the MOU, but not physically if it's hard for them. As long as they're available and attend this meeting, that's important. Okay.
10: I will follow up and I'll let you know, Steve, Group know what I hear
0: from. Okay. Any um, other comments about this item, Charisse.
5: It's A question comment, and it's related to the testimony that we heard um, last week with regards to the community members who are initiating their own traffic transportation study. And just kind of looking at all of these, both of these comments are talking about the review period. And then the last comment is talking about should they even be involved at the local level. So just trying to understand from the process that's already in place and the, I guess the equity involved if the developer is initiating a transportation study that is not positively impacting the community, who maybe didn't have an opportunity to review it. Where in this timeline or where in the process is the opportunity to address that point? The
0: so, traffic study and by the developer and
5: yeah, just, how
0: that works. Is that in a different? It's under a
5: different, yeah,
4: I put that kind of other traffic concern, I think, or it's somewhere, but it's not under the timeline. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't remember the public involvement,
5: maybe it's under that yeah, special sure. comment he made was that the parking lot that's going with this developer's thing is that it's going to impact transportation flow through their community. So just. I think it doesn't a, fall under, yeah, it's under the traffic, I think a traffic section. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. All right. No, but this is exactly the kind of questions we need to be clear on. It's like, I know something is in here somewhere. Yeah is it something we can address on another line or do we need to bring it in here so I'm glad you you said that
14: don't so so I, I think like for that one that cerise is specifically mentioning I, I don't I, I think there might be some code requirements that access be provided on the lowest um, classification of roadway um, so, so in that particular that that one residence particular example he was near a major intersection and there was a lower classification of roadway access at the rear of the block and, and the development went over the whole block and so there there are certain things that from not to complicate it too, too much but um you know there, there are certain things that we may need to look at in other codes not just state legislation because there's there's intersection spacing requirements you may only be able to go right in right out um if you if you're too close to that signalized intersection at forest Glen and georgia avenue you may not be able to put a median break in and, and safely get folks across this you know the oncoming traffic to enter from georgia avenue so that there's a lot of a lot to unpack on that particular one um
0: that particular comment you're saying
14: Tim yeah yeah it it, it it's a comp it, I, under, I understand exactly where where the resident w- was coming from you, you know he doesn't want the, the 200 vehicles coming through that particular street um but there 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 may be some some other reasons and that's kind of where you know the state through their access permit process you know that that that's where they control that and and that's going to be you know, that's a whole other it probably could be a work group to to fix that process <laughs>
0: so quite so I just want to be clear on this particular item the reducing from 45 days to 30 days it's reviewing what specifically just so we're all clear on what what we're talking about reducing the time frame for all right
8: these comments to the DRC Yep. Yeah. Yes, comments to the DRC, right? So wouldn't that be in the subdivision chapter?
2: But it's
12: part of a traffic study, to be clear. I mean, that's what when the when the traffic study is ready to be sent out to the agencies, um, you know, to DOT, to SAJ, there's a time frame by which they have to review that study. Uh, And so that's what that that's what that 45 or that 30 days refers to it's their
14: time. To so review. so Robert yes it's part of the traffic study but state highway is also I believe looking at other things when they they're are. tying they're, right. they're tying into the state storm drain system um, you know they're they're looking at the same kind of you know safety site distance <laughs> design criteria sure. um so, so not not just the traffic study and and that's kind of where you know if the way SHA handles their their reviews, they f- they farm it out to all these different technical disciplines, and and you know they it's it's always been a challenge. The state has had numerous attempts to kind of improve their their access uh, management, you know their their their, their access permit <laughs> process, um, and, and perhaps a legislative timeline w- would help with that. Because um, I don't think they're adequately resourced for it. And then if there's anything that requires some creativity or deviation beyond, you know, the norm, um, getting, you know, their their senior managers or, or their middle managers to a, approve stuff um, that that is reasonable, but, you know, just not per 100% by the book, um, that, that's difficult for them.
0: I just want to be so so there's a, a number of tasks that SHA has to take on during their current 45 days that we're talking about reducing to 30. Um, so. You know, obviously, a, a conversation with them, Delegate Lopez, is important so that they're aware that this is coming down the pike. And my guess is. no, oh, this process at all, there may be some pushback and and so. Just figuring out kind of how to negotiate and reconcile yeah. that
14: yeah that, that that's that's exactly the point I was trying to make is be okay. ready for it so that when we propose it we were we're armed with the kind of counter arguments <laughs> okay yeah.
7: I would ask for the I'll be fast for the good of the the order um for folks who work in neighboring jurisdictions do other county departments of transportations use a 45-day timeline or is it Universally, a thirty-day timeline. Like is Montgomery County so fast that we're?
6: A... Yeah, I think it var- it varies. Because St. Gatesburg has their own timeline with, and their planning commission meets twice a month versus Montgomery County planning commission meets you know every Thursday. So there, you know, that varies based on the the jurisdiction.
7: So we wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be unheard of to ask for them to move to a 30-day timeline because other
6: jurisdictions do it. Yeah, and the county does it 30 days. So my, my one comment I was going to say is with the legislation, if by default the state doesn't get to it in the 30 days or they want to keep the 45 days, that if they, and sometimes they don't even review it in the 45 days. They're like, we're overworked or whatever. But if by default it would defer to a county review, that might be a way to expedite it and push them a little bit, sure. but that's that would be the, um, the fail safe if if they have the 30 days matches up, because that's I think the big thing matches up to the county calendar. But then if they don't respond or they don't review in the 30 days, that would it default to the you know, county review in any anyway. So there's a county review then supersede that. And if mm-hmm. that works or not, I don't know.
7: That sounds like a very diplomatic approach that they would appreciate. So I'll
0: we'll offer it. All right. Anything more to be said on this item? So, Delegate Lopez is going to have a conversation with them. Tom, you're going to take a look at what the legislation might look like. Delegate Lopez, you'll circle back to us to let us know kind of any issues that may have come up by alerting them. Anything else that we need to be focused on doing between now and the 24th?
5: Another Raymond's question, just because I'm looking at the, looking at our little, you know, map and all that and trying to see a lot of the conversations we're having, the ability for the groups to shorten their timelines could come from more effective site plan review, and a lot of these things kind of happening, happening preliminarily. So my question is to the developers in the room, when it comes to the transportation study before it gets to DRC review, before the application is submitted and formally accepted, where is there in your process an opportunity to maybe try to streamline some of these things? does it already exist? Could it exist? Would it help? Spotlights on you. <laughs> what kind of Streamlight, which things? So we're talking about shortening the review of the transportation study. So if some of the issues that are causing the review to take as long as it is include community feedback or um, to Tim's point, storm drain management and any of those things. Just from your experience, is there anything that you could do before the application or that can be done during site plan review when your application is submitted that could help to shorten the transportation review period.
6: There's a number of things that you could do before you submit. And part of that is you have to meet with park and planning. There's a scoping meeting. And there's agreement with the traffic engineer on a scoping letter. So that there's there's like a, a pre or a preliminary review because you have to agree, are you are you studying five intersections or 100 intersections? Mm-hmm. And that's all before you submit. Um, the other thing, which is a twist, is the for the, the code, you can't do traffic counts during the summer or holidays because, you know, you know, cars aren't on the road, so that's that's something you have to factor in when you submit. So, like, if I wanted to do a traffic study right now, I can't because, <laughs> you know, kids are out of school, so less traffic on the road. So that that's in the mix. But all that's done, you know, that's six months before you actually submit. And then when you submit DRC, that's, you want, this 30-day or 45 days, that's what we're trying to think up that review after you've done all that preliminary work and study. Can
10: I just follow up a question? So that's one of those pre-application processes that you all have to deal with, Mm -hmm. which do we have like, do we have a timeline for that where, I mean, for all the stuff that you do before the application goes in. Um, I mean, I know that we've talked about a lot of these, but what I just. um, What do you start with when you first go to park and planning or? or to dot i mean and and then what are the steps you have to do so there's a scope meeting is that the first step or is there some pro- and and i know a lot of this is like working things out informally can be a big benefit but just for us to know how how that process works which things do you do and i don't want to get off too far off topic on this but i think that question I of When we get to intake, maybe that's where we
6: can read some of that because a lot of stuff that's you fine. can run parallel, like the traffic engineer will run with the traffic study and the scoping letter and all that. That's been worked out before. Yeah. But then we talk about natural resource inventory. There, you know, There's some public meetings, you know, outreach meetings. That's Maybe that's all before with intake that we okay. get in those details. But
8: is the traffic study part of
4: intake?
6: Yeah, because you have to submit that. That's one of those things on the checklist that you have to submit for subdivision. You have to submit a traffic study. There's a de minimis rule, but that's for really small applications. Hey, did you want to add anything to
0: either one of those questions or?
15: No, but I, I mean, I would have to agree with Gary that there's a lot of things that you try to run in parallel because that helps to save you time in the long run. So you have a traffic engineer that's doing all your traffic work. You have an environmental person that's doing all your you know, MBE stuff and trying to get, you know, your forest and delineations and things like that. You have your civil that's kind of do this. So you have a bunch of people working in parallel. And a lot of these things you just kind of manage internally and you kind of have a target date of when you want to submit. And you just kind of try to manage to that. And you kind of set expectations along the way. So there's really no formalized process that we go through. It varies from project to project. And to Gary's point, too, there's certain times when you can't do certain things.
0: So, advocating for year round schools so traffic studies can be done all summer is probably not. <laughs> <on> the <day>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: that.
6: That's the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different
2: yeah.
6: Right. Yeah, so yeah, we don't, don't have holidays either. <laughs> so that's another discussion. It's really of my
2: business.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, moving on to line two. Out of <laughs> um, 407.
10: I, I, I think to <laughs> stay on the <I> one <laughs> Yeah, well, so I, I was going to just ask, you know, there's one additional thing under state timelines that's the, the first two are the same, I think, but I guess uh, Casey's comment, um, the SHA making uh, effective local land use decisions, uh, is, is there more background on that or, uh, or is it something that
0: we, we just have to get Casey's? you're talking about line three here line three Uh uh-huh i mean one and two look there's one there they were the same
8: well i think what he's referring to oh all right go ahead um (laughs) is the fact that many many of our critical roads in the middle of these urban areas are state highway they're state roads and um state highway and of course robert knows everything about this but state highway has their own ideas with these state standards that, you know, be maybe more like, you know, if you're trying to make time, you know, get through the intersections fast as opposed to helping with pedestrians and all that. So, I think that's what he means,
12: but I'm not. Yeah, I, I think, and maybe I might defer to Tim as well, but, you know, the, I think part of the The analysis in some of these downtown areas silver spring even wheaton bethesda where you do have pike and rose where you have state roads running through i think what he's saying is you know the the, you know montgomery county dot does a lot of the work to focus on maintenance they do a lot of the work to focus on kind of the you know the the day-to-day operations and uh, i think what i the way i read it is you know defer kind of the decisions on what happens within those road sections uh to the local government that that's how I read that
10: okay so yeah it's just uh, a matter uh, of like slowing traffic for a, a well, it, like it may Miami not just
12: be slowing traffic it may be you know uh, pedestrian safety it might be certain streetscape improvements mm-hmm. all those things I think get wrapped into maybe utilities uh get wrapped into kind of the local review
14: yeah sure I think the way I took Casey's comment was you know congestion travel times mobility there's a there's a it's there's a relationship between land use and transportation networks and and you can't divorce the two because if you you know if if you if you plan for you know an inadequate you know transportation network but you know want to achieve all, all this density and, and you you're making assumptions based off of travel mode choices and things like that that people are going to to choose you know it, it you're, you're going to you know it, it's, it's not going to work un- unless there is some level of, of realism um you know the county and planning are less concerned about congestion i think as a as a metric we're, we're more concerned about um mobility um we're concerned about you know having transit we're concerned about having alternate modes uh to get to the you know, you know serve people regardless of how they choose to get to the you know what, what mode they choose to use um you know vision zero is a component of it for, for us um and, and i think where the state they're coming on board with a lot of these things but they're they have also this responsibility for um, you know, inter intrastate and interstate um, travel. And, you know, an example might be something like U.S. 29, which is a U.S. route, and, it, and it's a it's a it's a it's a freight route and it is, you know, an important corridor between, you know, Howard County, Baltimore, you know, going down even in, into the district and into Virginia, you know. Um, and, and points north as well. So they have this focus um, that it, it, it has a bigger picture in mind, like a 30,000 foot view. And and that is going to be in direct conflict with some things that, you know, we might envision from a land use perspective for what what US-29 could look like as far as number of lanes, whether it's a boulevard, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Um, so I think that's where Casey was going with that, um, because you know their their management of that—that's their road, it's their corridor. They've got a, they've got these other things beyond Montgomery County that they're concerned about, but that that can can impact the effectiveness of, of the land use decisions that we're making. Um,
9: so, it also, um, Tim, don't forget too um I think Casey may also be thinking about on street parking because mm-hmm. and and also design speeds so which goes into a lot of times comes up in the urban areas
14: and, and they're making progress in this they've adopted some context sensitive solutions that are, are similar to our complete streets design guide okay, they're, they're, they're not nearly as I mean they're, they're following us <laughs> they ask us tons of questions um, but you know it's um they they do have these other responsibilities that that have to be be balanced. and I think just just telling them to butt out um, I, I don't know some of their responsibilities are are important considerations from a state perspective. Mm-hmm.
0: So,
11: so I, uh, I was just going to say, a perfect example is um, the use of hawk signals, which the county has adopted using on their roads, but the state has been very, very reluctant, despite residents begging yeah. for them in certain
10: locations. So, that's something so the that, legislature could
14: get the Department of Transportation's mm-hmm. attention. Yes, there, there, there are things that with the Maryland modifies the the federal manual on uniform traffic control devices and without getting too detailed that there are policy decisions that the state makes that they they take what what is allowed nationwide and restrict its use in maryland (laughs) and um you know perhaps there are things that that could be done at the policy level that that would make things more congruent with what you know we know work in other jurisdictions that we'd love to implement here um but that we're, we're unable to do because we the way we've written our own state regulations
0: i mean i want to make sure that so the, but the, you you were talking about traffic signals or
11: yeah the example is the hawk signal or pedestrian yeah. activated yeah pedestrian activated
14: red light signals well, and, and some of that's even driven by WTOP. You know, we had to change state law because WTOP <laughs> kept on saying that you treat a, a traffic signal that's out as a four-way stop, which wasn't in concurrence with state law. So now any dark signal now you have to stop at. And, and that's kind of why, you know, the Hawk, that, that's their particular heartache with the Hawk signals. The way that it operates is it's it's dark until a pedestrian pushes the button. And, and but but because Bob Marburg on WTOP kept saying this, and the state law changed. Now any dark signal you have to stop at. So there there's it's kind of a funny story how that came to be, but um, you know. So th- those are the kinds of things that could be changed specifically for that that traffic signal process. Um, so so let's go to Pam next.
3: So I was listening early on, Tim had made a comment of, wow, we could do a whole work group on access. And so what I'm hearing is there are a lot of issues with access. And so it may have to be one of the issues that we've put in a different category. That is, there are real issues with access. It may not be within the timeframe that we can address all of that in a um, comprehensive fashion and in the detail in which it really needs addressing during what we're doing here. So maybe that's one of the things you have to put a pin in. And we, we continue to work on that after october 15th or after october 1st because we've spent yeah. a lot of time this morning yeah. on this and i don't see a clear yeah. uh, resolution to it and we right. well there's
0: a there's a different. lot wrapped into the the single sentence that that casey anderson made right so
3: that's my point yeah there's we a lot of different too much for
1: what we have
14: on our plate sure S- so okay. one recommendation to kind of te- follow on to what pam's saying is Perhaps there could be a legislative mandate to to do this at, at the state level, because um, they do that that does happen from time to time. The state is directed to perform certain studies or look at certain things, and you know they do move on it when when directed to do so.
0: Okay, I may want to follow up with you on what exactly that means, Tim, uh, post meeting. Sure. Uh, just just so that we are kind of clear on any action that needs to be followed up on
5: Charisse? Just, I'm, I'm in a squeaky wheel mode this yeah. morning i feel like i'm talking a whole lot but really i am trying to unpack the things and see where there's opportunity to i don't know mm-hmm. fix whatever is not <laughs> working effectively so gary made the comment and i'm asking again a process question so if we take a corridor like 29, or if we take New Hampshire Avenue that stretches from you know, one section to the other section, and you have multiple developers and developments in progress, do you can you reuse traffic studies? Do the people who are reviewing the traffic studies say, okay, we have already studied this section of New Hampshire Avenue for this development over here, we can use some of the content from that, which may help to shorten this period. But specifically for their intersection and da 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 da, that's a little more granular. Can you tell me that? Exactly?
12: So uh, I'll try to answer as best I can. I'm not the traffic engineer, but uh, um, but I when when the scoping study is performed and that's actually coordinated with DOT as well by our office. Um, we have usually the traffic consultant saying this is what our development that would be coming in is going to try and achieve number of units square footage, whatever that might be. And there's a a, like a first tier of uh, intersections that would be studied that are more on the local level, and then it goes out beyond that to look at other intersections that might be impacted by that development. So that's the first part of it, and and I think hopefully that answers one part of your question. The other part is, that development would have to take into account other nearby development that's come in too, uh, or anything that might be in the queue that has come in uh, that may not have been approved, but you know, is still kind of in the, that pipeline, so to speak. Uh, and so that might, it might stretch it out and go beyond the local or the more regional intersections to other ones that have been impacted as well. Um, so there is, a, there is a number of uh, um, studies and evaluations that are done.
2: <laughs> <Funny. laughs> <Thumbs up. laughs> <laughs> okay. Money. Does that answer? Does that answer
0: your question? Not, do you have those privileges that you can just do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, know, um,
13: I don't I, care at all. But you guys
5: are <laughs> I hear. I hear that it's taken into account in some respect, but I, I'm not hearing that it's you know, factored in. I'm just going to keep using just sections where we know that development is coming or, you know, the, you know, Rockville Pike. I mean, those areas where, you know, you've got a lot of things in progress. I'm hearing you say, yes, the developers have to take into account other people's developments and what's going on. What I think I'm looking for is, can the content from one traffic study be plugged in somewhere to that magic machine you know that says this is what can be done here 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 that might inform the person who's reviewing the study specifically for you know for a specific development but they can take into account some of the bigger things that have already been addressed or factored and i
12: think the short answer is it does Uh, but you know with some caveats so if i had a development that's at um uh, you know, down by the Trader Joe's and, uh, you know, on 29, it probably wouldn't t- take into account a development in Burdensville. Right? And that may be too far away. Yeah, so there's going to be stretch. a distance requirement, I think, in terms of what's evaluated and what's not. Because
14: one thing that.
2: that
14: sorry, go ahead. Uh, No, I was just going to say what, what I think Sharish is getting at, you know, so there's two components to the traffic study, right? There's There's what's out there now, and then there's what are the impacts of this particular right. development and how does it mesh with what the developers are around it. And, and one of the things that I've, outside of this group, have been been curious about, you know, th- th- there's all kinds of data that are out there now that didn't exist years ago, big data that's that's disaggregated from cell phone companies. And, and perhaps that's something we could look at as a source of data so that we don't have to go out and do traffic counts and t- get it to the right season. Um, you know, that could at least... You know take one step of kind of that pre-application work and, and streamline that process you know could, could we could we have a, a a group between planning and, and dot that and state highway that studies it and develops some sort of um you know tests it and and then develops a, a process where that could be used instead of going out and, and doing new crap traffic counts each and every time
5: because that was the other part of the question was If you have that data available, then the six months out of the year that the developer can't do traffic studies because the traffic flow is different, but you've already got data specific to that area for the periods that it would be relevant. So why can't they use that and maybe make some type of percentage adjustment somewhere?
14: Yeah, I think it's a huge opportunity, not only for developers, but for kind of our own capital program.
4: I think these are really good ideas, and we're getting into the weeds on traffic studies and stuff. I just want to make sure. Let's can we put a pin on all of this to talk about it when we get to the traffic part? Because this was supposed to be just the timeline change for SHA, which I know starts to devolve into all this other stuff. But just in interest of trying to keep going, that's what I put out there.
8: I just want to say that the traffic study, in my mind, is much more than just a traffic issue, because this is something where the community, as long as I can remember, has been concerned about these traffic studies and the basis for them and how they do the counts and all the methodology of it, and because it's the basis for a lot of decisions, and it's done before anybody can achieve. Get a handle on it. So when we get to that pre application process and then the community issues, that'll probably show up again. Bring that up
0: again. Yeah. So traffic studies is not a Subcategory on its own in here. Is
4: that no, right? it's just, I mean, like I said, I put these things into
0: big categories.
5: Okay, so. Good, but does traffic study fall under the transportation study, or am I? I could be totally mixed, you know. Terminology is a huge thing in this county. If you use the word wrong, uh-huh. then people start thinking one <laughs> thing totally different. I know. So is I think I put that under it?
4: like traffic There's concerns. concerns.
5: Yeah. I think that's where I put
4: that sort of thing. Because there were a lot of comments about like, what you were just talking about Marius,
5: Like, you know who's doing these traffic studies when are they being done that sort of thing. are we using those terms interchangeably please tell me on traffic study and transportation study are they not the same or are they the same because if they're the same then that's what we're talking about right mm-hmm. if we want to say shorten your period for review then you want to have the argument of how they can shorten the period for review when you get the pushback so that's why i'm asking the questions to understand the, the precursor to the press but if i'm using the terminology wrong tell me because i do that
0: and I'm, I'm with you sharice in terms of you know not fully understanding all the terminology but in terms of the 45 to 30 days that's like a transportation review right traffic study is something that happens to like look in real detail on what's going on in and around the development how it impacts crosswalks and all that kind of stuff right so traffic studies are separate from this 45 day and 30 day transportation review
4: yeah this is like a review time time period versus the study which is you know part of what they're reviewing obviously that's being done.
0: The traffic review leads into the transportation review.
3: In. I mean it's really just to sync it with what the county's doing. The county has thirty days to look at the same material. And this is just about can the state look at the exact same material in thirty days instead of forty five. It's that simple. And all these other idiosyncrasies of traffic studies and public participation and all that really valid and we'll get to it. Oh, okay.
0: So so Oh, I want to make sure I'm trying. So, the next thing we said we were going to talk about was the notifications. Is that what we said? Or no, plats, plats. plats. Okay. All right. So, Plats is the next category down in your sheet if you're looking at your own. Um, and I, by my count, there's 12 comments. I don't know how similar or different they all are. So, looking at the one, the first one from Miles and Stockbridge, July 12th written, it's one of. Yeah.
9: I'd like to jump in on that one if I may. <laughs> yeah, no surprise there, right? No. Um, so, th- this is the ownership plots, which is different than the record plots. And I think it's important that everybody understand that. So, when you come in in order to subdivide land, you you come in with your plans and you're showing where all your utilities are going to go. You're going to show where all your fire accesses are. You're going to show how the it all operates together. And then you're going to have your, your record plat, which is going to create a subdivided lot. Now what happens is sometimes, and it used to be this was only done to accommodate lending situations. Now what happens is somebody may want to do something called an ownership plat. So they may want to come in and separate ownership within a subdivided lot which requires a really careful analysis and i would put this off into a different topic because this starts to involve okay the assumptions that you had about utility services and how it's serving um, fire suppression how it's serving between different buildings within the same lot um access a lot of assumptions because once you separate it into different ownerships, then you also have to make sure that you have the proper easements and all the other things that are after the fact from how the original subdivision um, decisions were made. So I would encourage us to move to a different um, take on the overall record plat issue versus ownership plats, which is more complicated. It also involves with degrees of separation from, from fire code purposes. Um, if you allow something else to be constructed on a lot, what can happen with fire code purposes? It's just a very complicated issue.
4: So I agree f- completely with what Diane was just saying. And um, I I suggest that we just put as kind of next steps jurisdictions that planning will take a further look at this, but outside of this work group, it's not, uh, you know.
8: Yeah, I, I agree with that. And also I think it's almost like a complaint saying, you know, the statute authorizes you all not doing it. You're not issuing the ownership class, but it's completely off the subject of the record
9: they're way more involved they're way more involved and the whole point of the state law and the whole legal process for subdivision is to address orderly development and then this is an after the fact thing that comes in which can have a lot of complexities based on the decisions that were made through the original organized process all
0: Right. so so can we all agree that we're not going to be addressing this in this process and planning will take a look at it outside of this process. Yes, okay.
2: This
9: is very much a DPS issue. DPS very, very much a DPS. This, is it, this involves, involves-
13: They, they yeah. try some imaginary line, you know, this is the ownership lot yeah.
4: they have, you know. Yeah,
13: that's it so is. We're not doing the resubtivision. We
4: have, we have right. a lot of problems with them too. I mean, people try to use them as real subdivisions. That's mm-hmm. a problem. Right. So- okay. right.
9: So this should be a joint thing that DPS if if it's not, this would not be relegated to planning. This has to involve DPS as well.
4: That's fine, but it's gonna be outside of this work group is my, my main
0: point. I got that.
4: Totally agree. Okay,
0: second one. Similar to administrative subdivision plans.
4: So that this is one of the changes I think we can make in Prince George's County and it's in the land use article the minor subdivisions go directly to the planning director to sign. And so I think we can easily make this change here. It would, you know, it would streamline the process here and it would just be the exact same. It would mirror the language that um, is already in the land use article for Prince George's, and we just would include Montgomery as well. So it's a change in your rules. No, this is a change to state well, in the land use
10: article. Let me just ask a question oh. Christina, about yes. that. Uh, so what's the what's the standard for when it's a minor subdivision or an yeah. administrative subdivision or major <laughs> subdivision to so just how do you how are those?
4: There's different categories and I can pull up the law <laughs> to look but um, I mean a minor is very very minor like say you and your neighbor decided to shift your your line a little bit between the two of you
6: for some Reason or you're consolidating or the fence that was built for the off. fence
4: that was built um,
6: <laughs> yeah the driveway that yeah. went over
4: yeah I'd, I'd have to like pull it up to give you exact yeah, no, examples it's, but it, it, it's but minor minor along those those lines
10: so it's number of properties or an amount of space or it's uh, is it subjective
4: it's it's not really subjective it's okay. very specific uh, okay. what can and cannot. Yeah.
10: And administrative is just for a mistake.
4: Administrative no administrative is one level up. Administrative, you know, you can you can go through you can have a certain amount of lots, a small amount of lots, you know, that can go through administrative subdivision. Right. Um, and that has a little bit more to it than okay. a minor does. Okay. Yeah. So minor
8: subdivision is different. the smallest. Yes. And it's different yeah. in the statute. Yes. Um, and then right now, the way it works is that uh, the plat still has to be approved like any other plat. Does it have to yes. go to the planning board? Planning Does DPS work. have to sign off on it?
4: Yes. Yes. yes, yes, they
8: do. Now, whatever happened to consent items? Did they stop doing that after Yeah, we approved?
4: don't have consent don't items anymore. Yeah,
8: you know, it's a shame. I mean, they were gotten rid of because it was <laughs> concerned. Really? It. I can talk about
4: this one
1: <laughs> <laughs> or hopefully not talk about it too much. Yeah. Um, it was a sort of a pub, it was a legal issue, is what I'll say. Getting rid of the consent item, that there's requirements in the law that certain things are heard. So putting them on consent makes it sound like they're not being heard and deliberated, and we're deciding in advance. So there were a lot of background legal issues for why there's no longer a consent agenda.
8: But I mean, the one thing, because you know I did serve on the board. The one thing that the consent item did do is it made it public that this was going to happen. And so, you know, like any citizen could look at the agenda, and see this is going to come up, and could then say, you know. Oh, you mean so if the
1: director signs, it won't be on the agenda? Is that the concern? Right. Where
8: will there ever be any public
4: notice? There, there, there wouldn't be for minors. There, just like there isn't in, in Prince George's County. That's that would be the change. Does is it? He, how
8: well it's been working in Prince George's?
4: Yes, I did ask over there, and apparently it has been working pretty well. So um, I asked how they did it.
10: Good, because I, I think the, the worry would be whether, you know, if, if two neighbors agree, but it affects the neighbor on the other side, that would be problematic. I think uh,
4: they're still noticing requirements.
10: Is there still the notice requirement? No, not for
4: my uh, got for, for administrative ones i'm not talking about administrative yeah, i'm talking just about finers for... okay. administrative goes through the na- normal process still i would need a little more information and then the other
8: thing is is did anybody else ask for this or is this just this one law firm that wanted i don't remember this being flagged as a problem
4: this I mean, is an idea is that we also system. thought of internally just as an idea for streamlining since the idea for this whole group is to How can we streamline some of these things? This seems like an easy way since you know, our sister jurisdiction already does it this way and hasn't run into any issues with it. Um, It's already in the state land use article that calls it out where you can do it this way. Um, So that's, it's the change that we're putting out there for everybody to consider because we thought it might be an easy change to make to help streamline the process. Yes, I'd rather deal with the big issue of how we deal with regular record plats, and then
8: this is like a subset of that sort of. That's next on the list too. This is just the so, so there's
0: a, there's 12 different things here on record plats. So I, I would say let's let's put a pin on this. So um, there's kind of a proposal here that this would be an easy change to make, following kind of the sister planning department in Prince George's let's see what else is in here and under record plat we'll to see if this
4: that's fine but can I just put out there for everybody to understand what's a minor so because I looked it up in the code minor lot line adjustments so what I was already talking about where two neighbors are kind of saying oh your fence is here let's I'll pay you money and we'll move the lot line a little bit conversion of an outlaw into a lot if it meets certain criteria
0: an outlaw into a what a lot. lot
4: yeah, Third, yeah. A consolidation of so you have two lots and now you want to consolidate them um, into one and then a subdivision to reflect an ownership change so the one one that um is not
8: insignificant is the outlaw you know the outlaw is kind of like when you divided up the cake and you've you got all your lots for the subdivisions and there's a little piece of land there that didn't quite meet the dimensions yeah, it's like a pie shape something sort of and it doesn't quite but it's sitting there and then the question is can it then be developed as a regular lot and uh, it can be controversial. Certainly within the
4: outlawed case. I don't think I've ever seen a minor have any I could be wrong but I don't think I've ever seen a minor have anybody come out on it but maybe um, what we can do is I could send around this provision that lists all the different ones, it, you know, ownership plots around here, plat of correction, 358 parcel, that sort of thing. If you want to look at it. So, so we
0: uh, we have a, a question. I I can't see who it is. It's
16: Alice. Yeah. Um, just just as an aside, and I don't want to do too many of these, but. Um, a conversion of an outlot into a lot, outlots are created for a variety of reasons. They're just not not necessarily just the leftovers. Um, an outlot might be created because your subdivision is going in on septic systems and the outlot doesn't perk. Um, so it can, it can be significant in the sense that you're creating a new building lot. Right,
4: that's what you're doing with it, correct so it, is, is it
10: possible to just exclude something like that because that is a problem with perceptic systems i mean uh, i know in other counties that that's a real problem
4: what, what's a problem
10: when you try to convert something to a subdivision where it doesn't perk
4: yeah no, but um, it would be it would have to perk in order to convert it
10: right so that
4: out
12: like outlet, outlet might have been converted that might have been created 20 30 years ago uh-huh. and then they come in and maybe there's new technology new systems that they're using um, and now it perks, and so that, that again, that may you be one has of the to criteria. Park, still has to go through DPS Still has to, still has through, to do all
4: and,
11: of yep. that. What about lots that are sort of not necessarily leftover, but like um, unused right of ways that adjacent homeowners reach out to the county to see if they can, yeah, yeah have it be abandoned and then, you know, added to their lots. This has happened a number of times my area what is that what is that considered and would that still require the notification i don't
13: know definitely that
14: that, that, that's that's yeah that's a completely separate process it's entirely under the purview of dot Tim um, uh, what
12: she uh, Tim, that's not what she's talking about she's actually yeah. saying the property was abandoned and then they want to take that abandoned piece and add it to the add it to the the I lot that why. exists yeah. Is that considered like
9: and out- that's usually a requirement that goes into the opinion that it be that um, when yeah. when the lot when the public right of way is abandoned, there is a requirement that it then be um, replatted. The issue is, though, that when it is abandoned, if it was a dedicated public right of way, usually it would go from center line to one property and centerline to another property. And so if your question is, can you do it as an inform more of an informal process if it's structured properly? You have to make sure that the process is structured properly so that um, because you don't convey by by plat, you you have to reassemble
4: it um, in the right way.
12: Diana thinks she's asking if that were to happen, would it go through a minor or an administrative?
4: Um, I think it's going. It's either a minor or an administrative, and I'm right. To read what it is I,
11: I, it's just the notification yeah.
4: involved. I think. I think it could be simplified as
9: long as what Tim was raising. You know, after the completion of this process, and with the, the clarity as to um, where that property line actually goes, that that new line. Um, so I don't see why. I don't think you have to go through the whole rigmarole for it. I think that it could be a simplified process. It
11: should be. But as long as there's mm-hmm. notification, because there had there's been right. some controversy mm-hmm. with some of the lots yeah. that I've Yes,
9: created. definitely. And yeah. there's also sometimes the other thing the other thing is that a lot of times there will be um easements that are required as part of it too. So you might have utilities easements, you might have um pedestrian path easements comes out. I think Tim don't you get a lot of those that come out of these yeah, kinds
14: of yeah sometimes um, where there's no no i mean utilities are a transportation purpose right and so when, when you're abandoning mm-hmm. right away you need to consider all the transportation purposes but if mm-hmm. there's no need for vehicles or cyclists or pedestrians but the only transportation purpose is the utility you can abandon the right away with the provision that that easement a utility easement be granted or, you know, you may even do a partial abandonment of the right-of-way. Um, lots of different variations there. And but right? this
9: would be one, again, that could circle back to having an offline conversation about how, is there a way to do this effectively and what should be the factors to consider um, at the conclusion of a process without it having necessarily, I don't know. But I could also see how the community can get pretty ginned up um, and they, But they will have already had a public hearing, to be clear, because in order for a public right-of-way to be abandoned, there would be a public hearing that would be conducted by the executive, and then it would also go over to the county council as well. So there's a lot of process already involved
8: there. Yes, but people are always looking for the planning board for what the process is, and they're, they're not watching usually abandonment. So,
0: those exact. so, I'm wondering if I could put this on pause just to ask a question. Is, as we're thinking about record plat issues, is this particular issue like of critical importance? I, I want to make sure that we, we get to kind of the heart of the matter here yeah. on record plat, and so this feels a little on the periphery to me. So, a, a little
4: bit, but this is one of the changes we can make to state law, and she wants to, she wanted us to come up with changes okay. we can make to state law. There are minimal changes we can make.
0: Well, this so this nothing. is a state law duplication here. Yes.
4: Also,
1: if the intent of the work group is to be making us more economically competitive and we have a county right next door that's doing something faster and easier for a developer, that is another thing that moves them over there instead of over here.
8: It's still, though, you're talking about so few of these. it mm.
1: shouldn't be as big a problem if there's so few. Yeah, that was my thought. If there aren't many, then it seems like it should be an easy, to change. Well,
10: can we can we take yeah. maybe can maybe take this offline because it is it's a big deal if it's your neighbor, right? And they've got not quite enough land to subdivide, but they want to get part of the right of way and then they can have two houses. Or that then,
5: still has to get approved, right? You, you yeah. know, mm-hmm.
10: where where does that go in the process? If that's not As usually the abandoned. case
12: though, Tom. I mean, okay, it, I mean usually they're just adding property, so. They really so have that more property there, right. you know. They're open, you know they're, they're individual lot. I can't say that it doesn't happen in certain circumstances, but I don't think we typically see many of those instances where it's gone through an abandonment. And all of a sudden they come back and they're subdividing it. They, they probably wouldn't get too much out of it. Uh, most of the ones we see are small stubs uh, where the right of way kind of ends at their property, and it's two property two lots on each side that just want that right of way. This Henry and then
17: I was just to say on on the notification question for that stuff, and I'm not exactly certain that I'm but like by the time it's actually the plat, if there's a notification, I think the answer is going to be you've missed your opportunity to protest at the abandonment hearing and at the council resolution and at all of those previous things. Which is if the if the concern is about notification for neighbors and those sorts of things, it's at those. Those are the more integral and important steps in that abandoned right of way abandonment process to be focusing on not the streamlining of the final step after it should already have been approved, which which is yes, a small thing, but one of to Christina's point. A lot of the things that we can do at state law for the delegates request are going to be smaller things and you know, it, trying to find them and go out. Right them. and I
4: just want to add like plats are very technical it, it's it's kind of a yes you meet it no you don't there really isn't any public participation in a lot of it because it's just like did you meet these these provisions these technical provisions and if you did then you can use this minor subdivision to create your lot that's that's kind of the problem with it i mean even if people could come out and and you know testify at the board the board's not going to be able to do much if, it, if they met all the provisions of it.
8: Well, I just thought, I feel like we're being a bit sidetracked by this because um, we're having a lot of discussion, but I thought the big plat issue was the regular record plat that, that you know, right now that it requires a board he- hearing and then the signature of DPS. And I thought all these proposals that I've been reading to change it, changing that I don't Not think we're do getting
4: sidetracked inspire, because this is one of the things. Skip how
8: many do you have
4: of these? here? Uh, minors, I would, mean, a decent amount. I can't say how many, but I think, I thought that the whole pr- purpose is to look at every recommendation we have here and see what we can do. And if, if we need to put a pin in this to
5: come back, then that's what yeah. we'll do. That, I mean, that's a good
0: idea. Okay, Sharice?
5: So when you look at all of them together,
2: the all these,
5: just <laughs> all these little individual all, all comments, they're just saying the same thing, right? So it looks like we have a lot to get through, but really this is it. This is us getting through all of these in one conversation. The same groups, they're saying the same thing. So, and, and really they're leading to make it simpler, let the director sign off on these and keep it moving. So the question here is, are we in agreement with that or are, we, or are we not in agreement with that? If we're not in agreement with that, then why aren't we in agreement with that? So that we can get to some type of agreement of that and make the recommendation.
14: So
0: my my understanding of where we are on this is that Christina is going to circulate the language that currently exists so that folks understand kind of what's in minor, what's not in minor. Um, and that um, the the big or the main issue that people are concerned about has to do with, um, what was it? Outlots. What's done with outlots? Yeah. And the conversion of outlots. So I don't, I don't know if there needs to be something that happens on that outside of this conversation.
8: It probably does because, you know, also the proposal to rezone the whole County, um, the, what is it called? The housing, uh, that bill included provisions that outlaws could be treated like you know they didn't have to meet all the size requirements of the yeah. normal lots surrounding it and they could be developed. So uh, there's just a lot of things to discuss that we could do you know outside of this.
13: So so let me just ask. Let, you should do a one-on-one up on the different types of fats and the stuff that are because I don't think this is really. A big I,
0: I can't deal. hear you, Hassan.
13: Yeah, I'm just saying, I don't know if it was really wise maybe for for, for for planning board to do an overview of plats. You know, when you go, you know, get, you know but I think the big main issue main issue with everybody was was the, the plats for the subdivision as part of the subdivision review process. You have to have a plat approved for that project for you to be going forward later on to obtain your building permits, get your certified site plan, everything else. I mean, some of this thing it's valid, but in the big picture, I'm not looking at what you are here trying to resolve. I mean, I'm not trying to say none. I mean, you know, it's not, you know, you're talking about the out lot and some of this other stuff, but I think the big picture is the place itself that they're talking about who signs it, who doesn't sign it. Okay, planning board doesn't share, the, the chair shouldn't sign it, the uh, director should sign it, and, you know, maybe DPS should not be part of the whole process. So to me, those are more interesting stuff, but that's be. Uh, I think that that's the that kind of getting the, I think they're all over the place. Uh, yeah. So I, I mean, I think the, the one thing we have
0: to realize here, which is why I'm, I'm not sure this is the best way to go through it. There's probably 400 plus lines in this spreadsheet, right? It could take all of the rest of our meetings, literally to go through every single one. And, and to me, as we're going through this, if we're going to do it this way, I'd like to try and identify, like, is this core to improving the development review process? Or is this somewhat ancillary? Not that it's not important, not that it shouldn't be addressed in some way, but is it core to trying to improve the overall process? So, again, not to diminish the, the minors thing, but it, it does feel somewhat ancillary to looking at how do we improve the core development review process. I'm just using that as an example. It's and my guess is,
4: ancillary, and that's my point is this is one of the changes we can actually make. It's an easy change to make. Our sister agency does it this way. I'm saying this is a really easy, easy change, guys. And we're asked to make changes that, although might be small and incremental, make a difference in the in the development review process. This is one. Yes, the other big plat question that comes up next is what happens with regular subdivision plats. That's, that's great. We also need to talk about that too. But this is part of that. This is part of the changes we can make.
3: Um, I suggest that we, because I think, you know, we've made a commitment to go through every one of these, um, that we do come back to this one that we just we formulate some information and we get like maybe a little, you know, very brief memo on it. What are the no- differences in noticing requirements? What would this change mean? How does Prince George's handle it? And, and are they happy handling it that way? Like something concrete but small and come back to it. It deserves coming back to because it, it is a streamlining and it does address state law. With that question? said, I think that we could then sorry go sorry, uh, address the plats and the signing. Because I think every single, I've gone through them, I think all the rest of these under plats, Sharice was right, they're all with um, who signs it. Right. And then we're done with plats.
2: So <laughs> <laughs> the
15: other question that I would have too, is how much, you know, how many people actually come out and, you know, are against these types of months. Well, and if that's the case, then that would be
3: put it in the memo.
15: Like right, that would be helpful to, to know. Yeah. Cause if there is no opposition, then this really is a not, it's a non-issue then, then it should that's just right.
11: be. yeah. I feel like I'm less worried about it knowing one that storages is, is doing it, but then also understanding that it's, we're talking about the end of the process. There's still just but making sure that the earlier part of the process notification is happening okay. and sufficient.
12: We can. So I, if I understood that right, we can come back with some information on how many minor or administrative flats we receive and uh, maybe over the last year. Is that
3: and what the difference would be to go from one to the. Yeah, other
0: yeah right, right. Yeah. OK, yeah. we can provide that information. All right. So let's move to the next one. Also, I also Stockbridge, same date. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, it's a several long sentences, so you might want to take a quick read of it.
9: And can I give some perspective on it while you're reading it? Um, so just to be, understand where this comes from. Um, this actually comes from state law. It comes from the Maryland Environment Code, its premises in there, and it's uh, been also in Comar, and this has to do uh, with assuring the adequacy of sanitary um, sanitary service to a lot, and um, whether it's well and septic or the adequacy of the, the um, sanitary service into the lot from the public side of it. And so that's why the the health sanitarians are DPS staff. The state has delegated this. It has worked quite well. I don't know what's going on. I think that the right way to do this really would be to look at timelines, but that's where what the um, uh, origin of this is.
4: Uh, Diane, can you share that in the teams? So
17: we have the link you're talking about. 11, 11 is the chair on. See, yeah, so it so, is, isn't
0: about changing the signing. It's about concurrent. So which which one are we So are we referring to line 12 or line 11 here, Diane?
17: Uh,
9: well, I can't see your numbers. So we were talking about the, the next one I had because I pulled your plot up. The one that came after the. Um, These administrative ones.
0: Right. It says we recommend modifications to the existing record plan. Is that what you're referring to?
9: Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at the next one. Uh, In the the immortal words of Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana, never mind.
0: I'll I'll move my typing of your comment to the next block. All right. So let's focus on this ComCore 50.10.01, et cetera.
8: So this is uh, county law. Yeah, no, it's internal. That's not the uh, that's not chapter 50. Is this
0: is chapter 50.
3: Agency practice provides rec- practice will not be
4: It's internal process. Concord 50 point. No, well, maybe it's Rex. No, so I think
8: that's I think that's the uh, other rec- division.
4: That's the regulations.
0: So, so, the core of this proposal is allowing two related processes to proceed concurrently.
5: So, that is a good idea. In the conditions are Right. The administrative so procedure, procedures. they
4: would have to be approved. But, that's not Yeah.
13: So it's chapter 50 but it's the regs not the law
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. so <laughs> but they want you to do it concurrently
10: I'll go ahead um so just really the last sentence is the is the key part and i guess i would ask you know planning or the developers you know is it a big deal it, it just says that the review can be done concurrently but then if the record plat she's if the certified pl- preliminary plan uh, gets changed, then it has to be reflected in the pending record plat. So you'd always have the record plat has to be approved after the certified plan. Yep. You're just doing it at the same time. That's kind of weird. Okay.
15: That would be extraordinarily helpful if those processes could run in parallel. Right. With the understanding that if there are any changes to the certified preliminary plan, that we would change the plat.
10: And, and so just just so you can't record the plat before no, that's done. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. OK, and just to just to point out.
12: Um, so the numbers that we've gone through in the past, both for DPS and for planning, if they submit their record plat early on and we don't get the certified site plan for a while or vice versa, that means the timeline's going to be longer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm just telling you, you're right. The, the the plat would have to be finished after the certified plan. Yeah. It just means the yeah. time if you know if they if one's not submitted in a timely manner, so to speak, uh, then it may sit for a while. Right, uh, okay. and it we... also,
4: like, from a staffing standpoint, it requires our staff a lot of times to do double the work because now they have to, they're reviewing it before you're actually done with your certified plan set. Things likely might change on the certified plan set, and now it needs to get updated again, and they have to review that again. That's why the way it's set up currently is in the admin um procedures is to say that you need your certified plans at done um but you know you can consider making that yep. change it's just a matter of understanding like that's that that's reality that's reality and it might take longer in some ways yeah
0: it might take longer
4: in some ways
10: just have to add, and and add redundant work I mean you've already approved it once and then you got to make changes so I mean but yeah. they don't have concurrent but you get a chance in some cases to like really compress the time frame that's a, right that's a possibility too and and if developers i guess if they're they've got the pre-application meetings and so forth then earlier meetings and as long as they're sort of know where things are headed can it get close i mean so it wouldn't have to be completely redone i mean it seems to make sense but
4: so the next steps on for. on this then um Steve would just be that it's a planning slash county council change to the administrative procedures for development review.
13: When are you taking it now? When it's going through the certification or once it's certified?
4: Once it's certified.
13: We could have the process once it's going after planning board approval once it's gone. Or it's going through certification. That's what they're asking. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah,
13: that would help.
0: So, so, is this something that we're agreeing with as a change to make?
13: I'm okay. You
3: sure. can
13: reevaluate. Right. Let's see whether it's it's more work on our staff, especially if anything is changed yeah. during the certification of the site but plan. Let me
8: just ask a question because I'm not completely understanding this. What if you just uh, required uh, the planning board to approve a plaid within? 10 days of their decision.
12: That? Plan. Record plan. What if they haven't even submitted it? But,
8: no, that wouldn't work.
13: No, that that's, that's what you're asking.
8: They're setting some sort of a deadline that they have to get the plan done. I, yeah, I may have picked it recent...
13: Submitted or approved. Submitted.
9: Well, Meredith, to your point, I think that we're and this may be what you're thinking about is one of the big issues that I've seen in a number of comments is how long it's taking to get to the certified site plan. And that that timeline would probably help a lot if there was a a firm timeline for that.
12: On both sides, Diane, to submit one and to review it. I mean, if we went that route.
9: For a timeline for the certified site plan
6: to submit Mm -hmm. and to review. Oh, so you're you're saying Mm -hmm. submit, developer submits 30 days after approval and then whatever whatever time frame it might be. Yeah.
12: Yeah, they're talking certified site plans now, and
10: I think we were talking plants. Right. right, Tom has been trying to get in here. Tom, go ahead. Actually, I was going
0: to ask something along the lines of what
10: Robert was saying. OK. I mean, basically, we're trying
0: to streamline the process
10: it does seem like this concurrent review. Makes sense because in some cases you'll save a lot of time and other cases you might have to do more work at planning or more work at DPS, but <clears throat> it's because this, this site plan changes. Uh, or it gets recorded, but. And this maybe is related to the next thing, too, with the with with the, the signature where people are trying to. You know, just on the on the director signature for the approval there um, on the site plan or on that record platinum. If there's a timeline there overall, like say 90 days or something or 60 days, I mean, would that also be helpful just to? Keep things moving. Um, If if there was some some kind of a deadline, I don't know for for the or is it going to be resolved if we have just the director making the decision? That's probably the record the planning board, plan. plan. yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's a related question in the sense of we're trying to compress that time where you have the site plan and you've got to get certified and then you have record plat.
6: I, I think we just, to me anyway, for the regular record plat, it comes back to we've two reviews. And so, certified site plan, if we don't have certified site plan. I'll get a DPS comment, you need certified site plan. I'll get a parking planning comment, you need certified site plan. Right. <laughs> Once I get that, I gotta send it to DPS and I gotta send it to Park and Planning. And and that takes weeks and even the logistics of just getting the DPS signature, it's not a big deal. But that still takes time, a week or two to get that signature, and then you gotta take the mylar back to park and planning. So there's a way to get one group that reviews the plats and you just have to give the certified site plan to one group to check that box. That's you know, there's some so, efficiency to be there. So
9: I I have a question about that, though. I I do have a question about electronic signature. Um, And and I have no idea because I've been away from this for a while. Is, I mean, plans are uploaded through the ePlan system. Is there a way that the electronic signature for the agencies could be dropped on? And would, pardon me?
13: yeah, I think that's one of the, the item on on, on on the sheet, Diane. And and I agree, if we could do it electronically, that would save some time. But I don't know state and regulations.
6: And or I program. think that is, is because we're still doing mylars and wet signatures. And what I'm hearing is yeah. that's a state requirement. Yeah. So if that's something that can change, that need that's to change.
14: Oh, that's we should confirm if that's a state requirement or not, because we can do digital signatures on a PE stamp, and that is that is allowed by Dllr. So it might
13: be a land records.
6: I think it is the mylar in particular. Is
13: I think the land records, but that's something we need to check out. Well, we had the same difficulties. That were we able to batch stamp them electronically? Was it a state regulation or not? We were going back and forth, but we started doing it a few years ago.
9: Well, it became right. We worked through it with the state as well. Right.
0: So I want to I want to make sure that I'm clear on the proposal here on e-signatures and mylars, no mylars. What what are we what are we asking for here or proposing?
1: Well, first, Steve, I'll note the very last comment in this plot section is about the digital signature. I okay. say that for you as you're, as you're taking
5: notes.
2: <laughs> Good to know.
1: <laughs> you'll see it's the last line. I don't have the line numbers, but the you last you one. It might make sense. Oh, but basically, whether legally they can what
13: do We want to Make sure signature. you're on keep, keep moving you up. <laughs> right. Okay. Digital yeah, six We're so all, all the way through the for Digital <laughs> signature. <laughs> yeah. All right. And we're not scrolling back up. No. That's <laughs> uh, uh, hey, we're done with record. I <laughs> to check
12: that. I know we've checked on it before. Um, we can definitely follow up on that the song, uh, and find out. But, but I think the, what we heard before was it needed to be a wet signature.
13: But we did. We, have, we, we heard the same thing. Yeah. And we were able to resolve it. With, and if we have that change it. Again. Yeah. We'll
8: so you don't use what DBS doesn't use wet signature?
13: Anymore? No, we do batch stuff. Yeah, I mean, okay. under my, we don't get Mylars anymore.
8: We used to. Oh, that's what batch meant. Uh, yeah.
13: All those. So yeah, just it was
6: WSSC DPS. We get a PDF that's signed. So we don't have Mylars, hard copy, anything. It's all electronic. Flats, we still have to run a Mylar. Someone actually, well, it's signed by DPS and then the chair of the planning commission signs it. And
2: we uh, can that's just that's question. We can follow up
6: and find out yeah,
12: we know where that is in the. Yeah. Did, did we need, sounds like we went from signatures to, uh, or yeah. from. I'm, I'm um,
0: just following the energy of the group here. I can go back. Not, we
13: jumped on
0: the end. Be, <laughs> that should have been the last, know,
13: last item to discuss.
0: Looking for efficiencies, I can just keep jumping squares here. and. You
5: know, I mean, they all go together. Done. That's the point I was making oh, earlier. Can, can I, the same thing. and maybe
12: I can go back to the, and this is on the second page um, where, And maybe this is a little bit of a a distinction, but the comment that was written by Miles and Stockbridge was about record plats and certified preliminary plans. So that's different than a certified site plan, which is another step in the process. And so, where you have some, there's going to be some properties or some projects that only go through subdivision or through preliminary plan. And I think. I would take this kind of as a separate item and say um, we already do this with notwithstanding we we have the issue of timing of when they submit Um, but if the question is can they submit a certified preliminary plan at the same time as a record plat? i I would say we do that now with site plans we've allowed that for site plans to come in uh, where they can submit and at the same time so that they're being reviewed hopefully at the same time um and so Again, that's a little different. Um, because it's only talking about certified preliminary plans, not certified site plans, but unless we're lumping them all into kind of the same category, so. That's helpful.
10: So I think under that item 11, it sounds like. You still end up with the record plaque being af- being actually being after a certified after preliminary plan, yes, yeah, certified plan, but you get to do the concurrent work. So it sounds like item 11 is something so it doesn't have yeah. a downside. That's the miles of okay. dock bridge that starts out. We recommend modifications. And then basically it's the concurrent. Right.
4: And you guys were going to look into. Yeah, well, Yeah. Right. I thought we already. Yeah. Yeah, we are. So we're
10: fine on that. I thought we were. We can move I
12: somewhere.
13: didn't know we'd move out beyond that. that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm
8: at this point
2: completely lost. Okay.
13: All right. So, so, so it's too early to be
2: long.
6: <laughs> I say just a summary what we talked about before. Parking planning's is going to take a stab at rec- recommendations or summarizing the plat process and how we yeah. can streamline yeah. it, and all of the above that we just talked about. Because I think it all, you know, well, a lot of these comments overlap. And, but if parking planning takes the next stab at it, what could be state? And then uh, that subsequent county of policy would be the the difference to outline
0: planning does that square with your understanding of where we are it's
6: two different
3: things Christina one is talking about the administrative subdivision stuff on the previous page and then this is county and everyone kind of already shaking their head saying yeah it let's it's a change to the development review procedures
6: right i think that's where you have to category so there's some code or state issues, I think, I may, think maybe if it's, it's a state, state land records issues. thing with what signatures. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. no, that's Signatures one. is different signatures
8: we're there,
3: at,
2: we're at the,
6: the bottom. Oh, yeah, I just to summarizing and figuring that all well, out is definitely
8: a state issue. And they cite the code, the uh, state law. Uh, yeah,
3: Just,
0: just staying on this particular issue around. Streamlining or concurrently doing certified mm-hmm. preliminary plan. That's all county. Is that correct? That's yes. that's not a state issue. Right,
17: correct.
3: Okay. Yes, and they're going They're doing it.
9: Yes, so we can move
3: to that. All right.
0: So let's go to the next one. I think Diane, this is where you were.
9: It's not all. I, I, I just the caveat on this is that actually under state law, there has to be a sign off by the um, the uh, environment. <laughs> secretary of environment or the designee the authority having jurisdiction which relates to certain public health issues and that's i I dropped those into the um chat so all
0: right so who wants to go next in terms of this recommendation
9: which one are we on here we're on 12 now
0: yeah the the one you were just mentioning so
1: this one i think is the same as Whatever yes. the minor subdivision one which we decided to table. The second one on
9: the, the second comment under plats. They're basically the same.
1: Which
2: one? Let's, let's so so 12. Yeah. Oh, okay.
9: It's the next one actually, where it says furthermore, yeah. it is current.
0: No, this it's, is now additionally no, the Maryland code states a record yeah, cannot state,
3: be recorded. Uh, yeah. This is and it goes back about Prince George's County can do it and blah blah blah. It's Pretty much basically the 4th and second comments are both
4: the same. No, but this one there, this one says for administrative subdivision plans and minor subdivisions. The first one was just for minors, oh, so okay. that's a That is a difference on this one. Oh. Are we talking about the state
8: law now? Are we talking about the
4: paragraph that
1: starts with additionally? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's
0: the one we're on. Well, additionally, the Maryland is, code states.
1: If there's not agreement on whether to be the minor, then I'm guessing there won't be agreement on whether to do the administrative. Right. Yeah. So, so
10: we'll table, both of them and come back to it after we get more information. There. I thought that's what that was
2: my thought. Let's
1: think the implications it. are
2: different.
4: Yeah. So. Come back. The implications are different, I think, for admin sub versus minor, yeah. but um, we can come back with the information on the minor
6: for
17: next time. That might be a little bit, I think, what
6: heard Gary trying to suggest. Which was, yeah, I think like, you just out, need to outline like, it, state, bit, local, minor, department major, department. all that. Just come back with more info and yeah. kind of organize it, which which is halfway done here, but that's, yeah.
8: Right, but the other significant thing about that paragraph is that state law requires that the flat be uh, approved by the planning board and signed by the chair and the secretary-treasurer. And that is what I understood, that the um, – delegate was interested in changing that's 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 state law
10: right i think i think so once we get to a decision about what we want to do then we can identify what change in state law i think the process so let's decide what we want to do and then i think she'll be happy to take on getting the the legal change
0: i think are we talking about some preparation will be done around this where we're understanding the differences between the different types and we can look at it next meeting
8: does that ensure, are we going to discuss the basic process which is that the planning board has to approve them all and the the next line looks That's like you are like talking
2: like
8: about the signature
3: stuff
2: i think where
8: you're trying to head yeah. okay okay, okay. okay. okay.
0: I didn't read ahead. All right, <laughs> me neither. All right, so now I'm on line 13. Still miles in Stockbridge. This is furthermore. It is current administrative practice to require signatures.
9: Yeah, and that's not an administrative practice. It, it's actually, I, it is implementation of the delegation of authority um, in the the two provisions that I've cited here. I, I think that that they don't know where it comes from, but that is where it comes from.
8: It's state law for both entities, both for the planning board and DPS. Yeah. That's correct,
9: but saying. different provisions of state law. That is correct.
4: Oh, right, right. Who makes that designee? Who, who does that designation? Well, the health, it's part of
9: the, the health functions that are designated to DPS. So they're delegated. So we do the, um, the public health pieces of it as it relates to well and septic and signing off for that piece of it. And then I saw that Alan had a comment as well, and he can describe what
16: what uh, DEP does on that.
9: They don't sign off on the plat, but he can.
16: Um. Alan. Yeah, um, that the, the, the delegation of authority has switched around a number of times over the years uh, DEP used to sign off on the plats. Um, but it was more efficient to allow DPS to do that with our, with our approval. Well,
9: it became part of the one-stop shop, Alan. Right. So
16: what, what we do now is DEP doesn't sign off on the plat. We tell DPS that with regard to our issues, um, it's acceptable for them to sign off
4: okay so then it sounds like we could easily then also just have dep designate the planning department to sign off on it to if we wanted to do just one signature
16: and as a matter of fact we already do that
13: so
16: because we have to we have to sign off on the plat and e-plans, in addition to infor.
13: What are you looking at on, on, on those milers, Alan? Is it just well, well,
9: well
13: and
16: septic? Changes? Yeah, primarily it's just the service area categories.
9: But there's more to it than that, Alan. Yes. There is more to it. So it's not that you just tell DPS to do it. That's not correct. You DPS is also it particularly where there's well and septic on site. That That's a DPS As, absolutely,
16: Absolutely. But we do confirm that the property is intended for on-site systems
4: but all of that is done through the preliminary plan process so that the, after it's already gone through that those designations those determinations have already been made
0: right you're not going to get a plan approved through the board if you right. don't have the right service Cherise did you have a question or a comment that
5: Christina's kind of leading to what is in my head about it it's like We're talking about specifically if if the caveat here is just well accepted then that's one way you can just categorize it. If you're giving the authority to the director to sign off on these things, maybe there's just a subcategory of things that maybe get bumped up if they need to. But to your point, what you're just saying, it's already been addressed before it even gets to this point. So why are we, you don't need to talk about it. Like it's already been approved for them to get to this point of signature. So we
10: don't need to kick it back to the lead. But like septic and water, I mean, is it always already approved by DPS at the preliminary plan point? I mean, the only worry I have is they've got the expertise for septic, and I mean, water—you drill, you drill a well, you see if you can get water. Uh, But I guess I mean I know there's more to it, but. But uh but but for septic, you know, they've got the expertise and so if there's some kind of a joint process, I think you still are gonna
13: need that expertise or you yeah. or you have to add more I'm people. I'm not clear about one thing. Are they talking about the review? is or is it just for DPS not to sign? Because well, it's, just, it's not it's just fell on septic people, just, but we also look at the easements, the storm drainage easement, other things that are part of that 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 plaque the roads, the right-of-way. So, and and, and, and and to us again, when we talk about this timeline of plats, how long it takes and going back and forth, I mean, you guys have the numbers. I don't think it's you or the executive agencies creating, I understand, a couple of days is a couple of days. But when you look at it, you always have the applicant time, which is a big portion of this. So, those are also on the table. But from the standpoint of, I, I know Diane, it's saying it's a state regulation when it goes to the for for, for the health uh, and, and the sanitary services issue. But DPS also looks at all this other stuff.
2: So also,
13: for us, if you are know. not and, and, and for us then, then then you really have something you're signing, you you you're responsible for all of it. So right. So the regardless pr- if it's right or wrong. Right.
4: So the, the primary plan. Um, does look at the well and septic and all that though. Yeah, like so all that is. Walls, so right. really what yeah, you're talking about, walls. Hassan is like easements, making sure the mm-hmm. easements are correct. all, right, all
13: the easements have. <laughs> Like kind of Henry, review Henry's, Henry's Henry's
15: and signature, like this is no, hitting for a signature, like change. you're talking about a review, right. which yeah. I, I agree is a very important that's component to the I'm process.
13: To so for us to do the review, but not to sign.
15: That's what this is saying, and I don't know if that's a good idea or
13: not, but that's I what have, this you is. would take all the responsibility of everything. I mean, that's something for you to look and for us to look, but I'm just saying. So, So Henry, then and um, what this state law says.
17: Do we know how much of this suggestion and question is just about trying to like shorten the timelines, like the Mylar signature thing? Because if if it is, we may be able to achieve almost all of that efficiency through an electronic signature if we can get there, and then we don't have to worry about chopping all of this up in the details.
15: Yeah, I think that's that's a great point.
13: That's safe. How much? How long time do you think? I mean, I agree with that. I agree. For for us and park camp planning, is it days or weeks? It's, it's usually days, but it's like when you're
15: desperate, like you need something at that, that point. Day, I yeah. understand. Yeah. Usually it's,
13: it's weeks because yeah. we walk it upstairs. Yeah,
15: and that's the thing. I think electronic signatures would solve a lot of those okay. issues. Absolutely.
0: So so the is the suggestion here, instead of getting rid of a signature, is just to have an e-signature process, which will quicken Timeline. Saves some timeline. Yeah,
10: so I just wanted to say, I, I think it's dangerous to take the review of septic out of the expertise of TPS.
2: That's not, well, that's that's not well, what, what we're
10: well well, saying okay. at all. Okay. Yeah. okay, so we're good.
4: That's, that's done. That preliminary plan is what we're saying.
10: It, oh, okay. It just, to have, have to stay there. And and I think, you know, I mean, Howard County's had problems and Ronald County yeah. has had places where they've had to put in sewer systems in because system. they approve too many septics on an individual basis. Sure. Um, so, so that's that's the thing that I was most concerned about. On and that. Alan is involved looking at those kind of category. Okay.
12: And even, yeah. you know, Tom, even before a plan goes to DRC, they've identified where the perk test would be. That establishes where their lots are going to be because you have to kind of a, you have to form what your envelope of development is going to be, right. and that's going to be guided for areas that need well and septic. That's guided by well and septic. And so, if it doesn't perk, then your lot either gets bigger or it becomes an outlaw or it becomes whatever it might be. Right. force conservation, you know, yeah. um, all those. Bu- uh, so, that would actually be part of the review process. And I think that's what Christina was saying is we have that information going into it. And, uh, you know, in from our perspective, we get a letter from DPS well and septic before even going to the board okay. um, so that there is, there is an adequate public facilities for that development. Yeah, I think I, can
10: yeah, I just make sure that process gets yeah, still. Thanks. Well, Cherise,
0: did you, I thought you had your hand up for uh, Meredith.
8: Um, I'm less concerned about only having one signature and not having DPS do it as long as you've got the public process of the public notice and approval by the board. But if you um, get rid of DPS signature and then also substitute signature by the planning director, then where is the public notice? And you know, um, you know we always we operate very honorably and so does MNC, PBC, but over, years and stuff things can happen and so you need to have an ability to have oversight over that process because just as Tom said the record plat I mean this is what I like that is the most important document because that allows you to sell your property and when they say you've got to have a clean record plat, that means there are no issues about boundaries There's no- and and um, County has an incredible record of that being the case. That you could trust that record plan. Um, so, all I'm saying is, if you go down to one signature, then I believe there needs to be some sort of a safeguard through the either through the public process, and that's why I would do you know I would do a deadline. The Planning Board has to act. I I said 10 days. I got a little over enthusiastic, but. <laughs> Uh, Lurch early and Brewer proposed two to three months.
0: But just just to be clear, I, I thought that what was on the table was we're maintaining both signatures, but we're looking at expediting it. Is there a way of doing electronic signatures for both? we were
3: not cutting out any of the process; we're just making it faster.
0: So, so saying, would still go to uh, the planning
10: board. Mm-hmm.
3: We're not. But, we're not at that point.
10: We're yet. not. Point. Right now, we're just talking
0: about. Okay. Just look at it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right. So uh, here, here's my proposal. It's we've been at this for two hours and 12 minutes. I could use a break from typing and looking at this minuscule uh, Excel sheet. Lunch is now out there. Why don't we take a? Like I said, two weeks ago. 10 minute break, which will probably mean fifteen minutes, but (laughs) and we'll get started hopefully before noon. Start up again. Okay,
8: Okay.
18: thank
2: you.
0: Yeah, we'll continue with breakfast (laughs) class. (laughs)
2: yeah.
0: Um, I tried to save this because I wanted to make sure the work, but it's telling me I they couldn't verify that I had the necessary permissions to. I just put it in the default documents
17: computer.
2: Yeah. So. This
0: is not my computer. This is.
2: It's to
5: that,
0: to that, to that, to it says to upload blocked, so to I, don't, I, make make sure like, I don't. I just want to do make sure that I don't lose
6: all the typing you, I have.
2: It's, uh,
5: yeah. a, it's a make sure everyone
6: has done their part. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Stop. Tell me what line of the spreadsheet we're on. I'm kidding. Um, so we're still in record plats. Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping that we can move a little more quickly through each of these. And my my guideline if it makes sense would be um, as we're entering the discussion, if it looks like there's real disagreement or a lot more information that needs to be gathered, let's try and flag that early on so that we can move to something. and, And I'd like to find more lines where we can actually come to either a clear agreement for a a kind of a clear direction and get through as many as these can, because we haven't gotten to notifications yet. We haven't gotten public involvement. We've got another hour, and 20 minutes of this discussion. Um, So just hoping we can move a little more quickly. And I know sometimes I'm not sure when to cut off a discussion uh, because I know I want to make sure that we kind of hear the range of views, but... I may be a little more assertive in trying to see if we can move on from item to item going forward. So we're on um, item 14. It's the last miles in Stockbridge. It's starts another possible method to streamline review would be to use conditional approval for plans. I can talk about this if you
4: want me to start. So this idea actually uh, would be a change to state law and what it would do is right now we have to have all the signatures and everything absolutely done before it goes to the board for the board's final approval and signature what it would allow is the um and there's a you know there's a there's a public kind of notice period where it needs to be posted on the board's agenda and there's a staff report and all this that needs to be prepared so you're looking at about you know two to three weeks there in order to get ready for this, the for it to be on the board's agenda. And what this would allow is once the plat has been, you know, everybody says, yes, this is correct. DPS says it's good. We say it's good. And we tell the applicant, okay, now go to Mylar, which is the final piece where they put it on the fancy paper and everybody goes around and signs it. While it's going around for signatures we can just take it to the board and have the board approve it then and it would have like a conditional approval of essentially like conditioned on it receiving the the appropriate signatures this this plot is approved that way it allows the signature piece because sometimes you know the applicants live you know they have somebody in texas that has to sign it and and then they have to go around to the, each of the agencies to sign it like it takes a while sometimes to get those signed and it allows it to go to the board while they're working on getting the signatures and then as soon as they're done with the signatures they just bring it back over and the, the chair signs and so you save about at least you know three weeks i think by making this change
2: oh
4: good And it still keeps public process and everything. I'm sorry.
0: And this is this is not obviously how it's done now. It's
4: correct.
0: uh, All the signatures have to be
4: done uh, first. Yes.
0: So it could save two or three
6: weeks. If we change the process to eliminate board review, this this. Avenue would not be needed, or would it? Right, but this
4: is for full. This is for full record plats, and every, you know everything right. that would have to go to the board could go through this process, which would save time. And and frankly, would save about the same amount of time as making it a director level approval. Okay. But it's still allow for the public to see it. Exactly, it still so allows for,
6: like
0: for the it public process. To everybody else. Right. Henry, you are good? All right. Tom? So the person can't
10: still can't then work on the site until they get all their signatures in right right
5: even
10: if it's conditional just right save that time and then it's in the hands of the person who's trying to do the development to just
5: you know okay right
2: and i mean i know
4: gary and kate could probably say i mean there's times where they walk it through, you know if it's really tight they'll come over and walk it through him but you know
6: if we can do electronic signatures. It's even. There's a couple options that are in the mix here within this yes. discussion. Yeah.
8: What do they mean by a conditional approval procedure? stay long for I don't want to. I don't want to focus that. But I'm just
4: wondering. You know. I'd have to look it up, Meredith. so okay. um, the you might already have the I would I even if it's in the subdivision regulations, um, you'd still I would still want to make this change at state law to make it clear. Okay.
0: So this is a a state application change to state
4: Yeah, this would be a state change.
0: So and and just tell so conditional approval simply means that it's gotten kind of sign off, but not official signatures yet, and it saves two or three weeks. Yes, that's great. Okay. So is is there any one that has any concern with going forward with that? That's going to be, you know,
8: looking at how it's written nothing
0: in the legislation. How it's written nothing in the legislation? Yeah. Um, so who, who needs to take a next step on this?
4: We'll write the
2: legislation.
0: Planning. To share next round of conversation or like. Uh,
4: sure. <laughs> yeah, I right. mean. I, I was thinking
1: wow. it'd be written the way that like Tom's working on right. the SHA one like, like. You know,
3: we'll do our best by the 24th, but I don't I mean. At the end of this meeting,
0: Christina may have so much work to do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I,
4: yeah. I, I, yeah, so I'm writing a memo on minors. So, um, yeah. Right.
0: I'll yeah, I, so, so uh, again, I mean, ultimately, to get shared agreement or consensus, just want to make sure that people are aware of kind of what's being written up. So at some Absolutely. point, we'll need to see it. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um,
1: if that's the case, Steve, I'm sorry, this is more overarching than this chart. Yeah. If we have, like, whatever our final meeting date is, maybe just, like, by the date before that, any proposed legislation, because I don't even know, like, are we writing it and then sending it to Delegate Lopez? Or yeah, she also has she attorneys who write legislation write. for her. So, she wants to see it well wants- before our last date. Right. <laughs> Maybe there should just be a draft legislation from work group. Like for
0: the, t- the, t- t- the, t- the t- meeting t- on the 20th, t- which would be... This- Second to last
3: meeting. Or maybe, maybe the one maybe like she wanted her staff to start
4: working on it as soon as we can get did. a draft to so She's
0: you're, asked you about for state stuff. For uh-huh. the state uh,
4: stuff, yeah. She's asked us to turn around the state stuff as soon as possible. Right. They need it like now.
0: Right. Okay. Uh, um, that that was a good Benchmark for us for getting through a line quickly. we has just eating the whole <laughs> Right. Everyone have another round of chocolate
2: chip cookies. <laughs> All
0: right. Um, so now we move to line 15, N A I O P. Sounds like a children's uh, song or something. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I'll, you know, I'll give you. Twenty seconds to just read through what it says.
9: Uh, do they have examples on <laughs> this one? Because I'm. I'm This seems like a solution in search of a problem and one that would create an ancillary problem say more so for example because the issuance of building permits dps looks at code requirements and whether codes are satisfied and it is a ministerial function and i don't think that if there's something else that is someone is concerned about I'm just don't I, I'm not sure what's being fixed here, but the point is that there's some reason that a record plat is being held up because something that might relate to an interpretation on a preliminary plan or whatever it might be. um I don't think you should try to, get, to kick the can down to the building permit point. I think that would create issues in including um authority and again the ministerial function versus something that might be a little bit more subjective and process related
4: so I think I I agree with you um a little bit Diane um but I think one of the things I've heard about and we were just talking about this is like the right the right-of-way permit basically they're going through all the steps to get the to be able to pull the permit before they're able to get plat approval and that's that's really making the plat take a lot longer than it needs to be and i think there's a lot of things that are hung on plat approval that are conditional must be done before the plat that are making so, the plat take so long but but this doesn't talk about right-of-way permit and
9: right-of-way permit actually should be related to the plat it, it absolutely should be consistent with the plat for sure and this talks about kicking it down to building permit and or use slash occupancy permit issue and yeah. that has more to do with your your, your staging issues than um, I, I'm just not sure what the problem is. And, and without understanding fully what a problem is, I would be really leery about trying to craft a solution.
4: Okay, so many of the other comments talk about right-of-way permitting. This says allow the other approval and permitting processes to run on an independent track. So I was using that as an example. But many things say, many conditions say, this must be done prior to record plan. Some of them are legitimate, and some of them maybe can wait till building permit. And I think that's what this this comment is talking about.
9: Okay, well, again, that depends on what's in your, really, what is in the approvals from Park and Planning. I mean, I would look to ESAN on that, but Park and Planning will say, you know, you can't do, you can't apply for building permit until you've hit whatever number of, um, but you, you know, you, you can only get 50 permits and the next, you can't get the 51st. I'm not sure what it is that that is being, and I don't know what a solution be, would be, because without understanding what the problem is here, I don't see how you can craft a solution. I'm sorry, but I just
6: don't get it. Okay. So, so,
0: so does anyone have a handle on what the
13: problem here is? So there, there are a few issues over here. I mean, one is the recordation of LAD is not uh, discouraging, discouraging them from, from applying for a building permit. Right. Because we don't want them to wait with the understanding, hey, we're going to go through the process, but if your PLAD, once it's approved, and you have this building permit moves or changes, then hey, the whole process is going to start all over again. But I believe that the issue. And by the way, you cannot issue the building permit until the plan is, is approved. Uh, but I believe in some of this. And I'm I'm, I'm looking down down on other uh, comments that we have received. One issue they were raising was with the right-of-way bonding, uh, and that's a a I believe uh, that the bond has to be posted for the, all the right-of-way, not the site plan itself site plan also has bonding which is for all the amenities and everything but the bondings have to be done for the right of way so when they go so imagine you have a subdivision showing like you know 10 houses or 50 20. Uh, so the, the developer is responsible for the construction of the road and all the infrastructures in the in the public right away now the, the developer can go and start selling all these lots and walk away a few years from now, then those people that want to get the building permit, they want to come, but they're not going to be able to give them a building permit because we need a bond. So that, because to build that road, the sidewalk, you know, street lighting, everything, it's going to be really transferred to the owners of those lots. So that's one issue that for us, not to bond, you know, not to take the bond, that's something that's going to be uh, really a developer. But,
9: that has to do with a right-of-way permit and it also has to do with the site plan and we had to go after the bond for the, by the way for clarksburg just to be clear on some of these we had to it, it came in it was needed but i don't understand what this has to do with record plat are you saying that this is for record plat
13: you are saying as the, part of the record plat diane they're saying there are other issues i think it's separate that say the issue with the right-of-way it should be dealt with the with, with DPS when they come to apply for that building permit or when they come and they're, they're but, trying to get.
9: But the the bonding is done with the, the bonding for the, the the you're talking about like grading paving.
2: Right.
9: That's that's done with the right of way permit that are we hold we don't hold up don't um, hold record up. plat.
13: Oh, yeah. For that. Oh, yeah. No, no. They have to post the bond. At the for record the record plan. plat? Yeah. For the improvement in the right of way.
9: OK. Yes, is ma'am. that in the code?
13: Yes, it's in Chapter 50, I believe. I see.
4: Okay. Yes. I think what we were talking about off when we were eating our 10-minute lunch was (laughs) that... um,
6: You got 10 minutes?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Was that there's other things that are going... Like, they're basically looking at the whole thing, almost like taking it through an entire permitting process... To do the bond, and maybe there's a way to speed up that, you
2: know. To, to do so we the discussed bond. that. You're right. Yeah. You
13: discussed that. What okay. was, I mean, Gary is sitting over here really instead of going through all the permitting process for for, for the stuff in the right of way at the time when, when the plan is being approved, maybe we can do it quickly by having a cost estimate uh, for the construction of uh, everything in the public right of way. Hey, bond that instead of going through the whole review of the entire. Uh, plans, p- paving, storm, uh, paving, and a storm, paving, and a storm drainage
9: plans. But be specific. That I, I, yeah, I, said that I whoever thinks that this is something that is needed, um, I think that we should really make sure that we see what it is to understand um, what could flow from it. And again, because permit issuance is primarily ministerial, and you you can't kick the hand down the road.
13: So exactly, Diana. That, that's why I was, you know, just, just pointing out the issue that are involved as part of the right of way or the building, anything else. So when you're going through the plat, that's one thing. Uh, so yeah. just pointing out all the issues. It's not like we are agreeing yeah. or not agreeing to it. Just just raising all the issues that are involved in the request. So yeah. I
9: come, I come back to this. Seems like a nebulous problem in search of a solution and the one thing that is a matter I mean we cannot issue it's I'm not it's not we anymore sorry DPS cannot issue permits like building permits without having the certified site plan and the dps just like robert is a little bit concerned about well you know that's fine we can take something in early but that means that the review time is going to be longer well that's what happens too a lot of times dps will allow for the plans to be submitted for at least to begin some of these reviews or even to to get intermittent stages of permits to allow for projects to move forward more quickly but um technically these things should be completed before they come in for permit
4: so I, I, concur. I agree with that, but what we're saying is this isn't a nebulous issue. This is an issue that I heard from from the development community, but I'm also hearing it from my staff because my staff does the plats. They say the number one issue that holds up the plats is not looking and reviewing the plat. It's making sure all these conditions are, are hit in the number one. One is right away permitting because they're going through such an extensive review at Plat Time. And that's why I think it's important to look and see whether they can do that review outside of, of Plat Time and just get what needs to be done, which is either the bond or Chapter 50 also allows a PIA. So it's bond or or public improvement agreement. Yeah. What might be helpful, um, Isan? Well,
9: I'll talk with you offline about that because I'm just wondering. Um, I'd like to again. I still think you should hear a little more specifics about it, but I'll talk with you offline about it.
13: Uh, but but it's still that's not really. I mean that's part of it. Uh, but you still know before we can issue the permit, the bonding associated with the certification that's also an issue. that no, We cannot issue the building permit because those parts are. And available. I think.
6: Diane, that was changed. I think it was 2015 that with the zoning rewrite and the subdivision update. I think that's where all this came from that you have to have your improvements bonded before you can record the plaque, which
9: some of right and because part of what some of what was happening was I mean, Clarksburg was a mess. And some of this may have actually come out of that as well. Um, and things that weren't bonded that we had to fight. I mean, we we actually ordered, I had ordered modifications to plans mm. to incorporate things that were in the um, planning boards conditions just to try to get them put into place because not everything, I mean, it was it was a mess.
0: So if I'm, if I'm hearing, so it sounds like this is an issue worth looking more closely at. If I heard you correctly, Christina, you said that the number one issue you hear from developers and from your own staff is that um, this can hold up the PLAT by making sure all conditions are hit, especially the right-of-way permitting. And then you mentioned this on uh, also the, the bonding requirements, right?
13: For site plan. For site plan. Okay.
0: Site plan. So what's, what's the next step that needs to be taken on this?
13: So for us, again, what we can do is speed up. If we can get a cost estimate and approve it, but it's still it's something that's going to be required. It's not going to go away. Still, we're going to be asking for the bond, for the right-of-way to be posted. But we are trying to see if we can streamline the process, not have them go through the whole right-of-way review process. Okay. Can't just post up that portion of the, the, the stuff in the right of it. So stay tuned.
4: I think, yes. if we, I think if we can get there, that's a
13: huge, huge yeah. help. Yeah. yeah, I got I to gotta have a conversation okay. internally. And then we go back. But by the way, during the 2007 or 18, during that recession, there were we had the stuff in the private, in the That's townhouse right. communities, right. that people were walking away. That's, exactly That's when yeah. our, you and I yeah. talk, Robert. We said, let's start. That's when the bonding yeah. of the side plan <clears throat> came. Yeah. As a yeah. result yeah. of those things, we didn't want the homeowners end up putting up the cost just to down. build the roads yeah. and everything associated yeah. with that project. So right. it's important not just to go through this thing, you know, quickly. Okay. Because you guys play a big role in this too. Yeah.
10: Can I just ask, what more information? Is there more information we can get on this then? Or like, what's the specific issue? Is there other issues, like for Clarksburg. I mean, there's the. You know, so I think it would be
2: helpful have to come
10: back because the community wants some. Yeah, yeah. The developer doesn't have to comply with all of the requirements for a, a road, like the spaces, the length of. You know the width of the, the street. So we, we, we changed roads. all of that. So <laughs> that's
2: so that's, a, yeah.
13: so that's changed now. But, that's right. yeah. <laughs> now. but they have to build the road in accordance <laughs> to the DOT standards now. Right. But that hasn't changed. Yeah, that, that, that has changed. So they,
10: they do still have to, yeah, or right. they now have to build it to the standards. But I think it's they the have timing
15: have, of those bonds. The timing of the bonds is problematic because if you have to post your bond before certified site plan, it just accelerates that time frame, And a lot of times you're trying to finalize a certified site plan and trying to post the bond for something you're trying to finalize at the same time becomes difficult. So what we've asked and what staff has been amenable to in the past is, can you push that to PLAT? So now you have to bond your site plan before PLAT, which makes more sense because once you get your PLAT, you pull your building permit and then we're on the hook to build all the private things in that area as well. Okay. So I think there might be other things and I can also reach out to the private sector and ask for some other specifics and see if there's anything else that people are worried about. But I know the right way bonds are the big okay. ones.
9: That would be helpful. And also, Isan, if to see what the checklist is for the reviews, that might be helpful for, to just have a quick look at that and see if there's something that would be holding things up.
2: Okay.
0: Okay. Um. Line 17 appears to be a repeat of line 16, if I'm
4: um, not to. I really hate to bring this up, but that 15 and 16, it had two items in there. We just talked about one, but the other was to allow record plats to be approved by the director. Okay, And they mean all record plats, So that would mean taking it out of the board approval process.
3: I thought we had. To you just discuss some seamlining that would help that wouldn't that if that change isn't made it wouldn't be that um impactful because now we're making all these other lining and that would leave it for the public process Mm -hmm. so we can does the group feel like we would leave it at the board at this point because we're making these other changes that help with streamlining yes agree with that
4: okay except for the minor which we're going to talk about we'll come back next time
6: And right. the assumption is that the other stuff we talked about we could do by state or county yes. <laughs> legislation, which is the yeah. you
0: know balance it out. Right. Yeah. We're talking about record plots, The approval remains with the board. Is that what we're saying? For
1: now, I put pending other changes.
10: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we can't get that signature thing, then we gotta. Come
1: back and
8: But you know, before I think before one would get rid of board approval, you should also look at the idea of a, a deadline for the board.
12: Can you explain that? Yeah,
8: I mean, I can understand why, you know, it it seems like it would be much faster to have the planning director. I certainly understand that. But on the other hand, um, it's really about the deadline in which it gets done. I mean, the supposition is it'll be much faster for the planning director than it would be with the board. But, you know. Uh, so you could have a planning director that holds things up too, or you could have like a free. Whereas a deadline just applies to every single situation. And
12: it um, who would the deadline for the board. For the so board. if a plat's not submitted for a year.
8: Well, I don't think you'd have it and that happens start a lot. up. That happens a I
12: don't lot. I
8: think so you'd have to write it in a way that once the plat has been submitted or something like mm-hmm.
2: that.
9: I agree. It's it should yeah because developers have plenty of reasons why they're not going to be ready necessarily right. to go to record plat. Right.
18: Yeah. No. So
8: you don't you don't hold the board and the commission responsible for somebody not filing the record plat. You just say once the record plat has been filed, you know, with the commission then the board must act on that record plat ninety days. So and,
12: so there would be an assumption that the Whatever the certified plan is already complete at at that time. Certified site plan or preliminary plan. Not all of them have site plans. Oh
8: yeah, I was assuming if the boards already had a hearing
12: on it. No, 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 there's there's three steps there the board hearing, right? There's a resolution, so there's four steps. There's a certified site plan or a preliminary plan or both that happen with that. Then there's a record plan. So. I'm asking you. If you put a time frame on that or a timeline, yeah. you're, there's there should be an assumption that, that the certified plan, whether that's preliminary or site, should be complete already.
8: Yes. And I mean, this is another chain of events that we should look at together because yeah. there, there should be a date certain for the board resolution. I think that would be an important change. And right now. There, there only is for the special... Special processes, you Now the two new ones, the uh, biotech and, and uh, I think the new one for the housing, the affordable housing bill, those have that the board resolution is due seven days after, after the board hearing, board decision. Um, and I think we should be looking at something like that for here. Board resolution, same thing with certified site plan, and then record plan.
4: Well, resolutions are another item. So when we yeah, get there, we
8: can I know there. it's all yeah. going to come up. Yeah, but, I, I, I but have Robert a, makes a good point that you've got to look at them together. You can't.
12: No, no, no. I mean, based on what you said, I'm saying you look at them separately. If you submit a record plat under a timeline, I think there should be an understanding and it should be written that the certified plan would be done because I think it should, should be complete, should be signed off. To me, that's a very linear process. And I think what we've been trying to do is create more of a concurrent process so I think be careful what you ask for when you put a timeline on things because as we've seen with with reports that go to the board or projects submitted then it kind of leads into extensions it leads into other things to because timelines can't be met and so I think before we would even agree to that I think we'd need to understand kind of what that means uh, overall
4: I think it's almost like a a You know, if we were to consider that, putting the timeline on it, then we wouldn't be able to do what we were just talking about earlier, which was having the PLAT be able to be submitted at the same time as somebody's reviewing their certified plans, prior to certified plans being approved. So, that was, you know, there's many ways to peel the apple, but. Yeah, and I'm I'm listening to you
8: all. You have expertise in this, and I'm not saying, but I'm saying that. It's an idea that others have had, and I think general having a firm deadline does help if, if it's workable, so I'm saying.
0: So so what I'm hearing is, in, in terms of considering a possible deadline, we should be looking at it in concert with some of the other changes that we're proposing to see whether it's necessary.
15: See whether it's even available to do. Because yeah, it sounds I mean, to me I mean, like you I mean, can, can't, you can't I mean, have I mean, a concurrent process and have a deadline on the PLAT, because once you have a deadline on the PLAT, that means you have to have your preliminary plan or your site plan certified. So you basically, by putting a deadline on the PLAT, you're putting a deadline on both. Yeah. Thank
10: you. You said that better than No, no. I, <laughs>
15: <laughs> but I yeah I was thinking that too. So that's you true. write
6: all that down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that that needs further consideration in in, in in concert with some of the other recommendations that are under consideration correct in terms of or are we just saying that that a deadline is not something we want to consider given the previous concurrence um, agreement we had They
8: may be mutually exclusive
2: it's
8: one or the other. That's what you're saying. I think it's one or the other. I think it's, it's one, one or the, or the other. other. You'll see there's a lot of
0: testimony in support of deadlines. In, in in that vein, it seems like so. As we're developing recommendations, we need to be clear on, you know, there there's been comment about deadlines, there's also been comment about streamlining and you know, reducing duplication and stuff like that. And so um, sometimes you're going to have to do one, sometimes you're going to have to do the other, and you can't do each of them all the time. So
8: Right, and did we decide what the process is to do the things concurrently? Is that just changing your own internal regs or what kind of law? We
4: had to make a change to the administrative procedures for development review, review, which would go to the council.
6: Yeah, and so if flat signatures or a state or a land records issue, which is part of the homework assignment, okay. then that would okay. be a state It'll change.
4: I have so much homework. Somebody's going to have yeah, to keep so, it
6: up. Uh, uh, right.
17: To the, <laughs> <years, I'm sure. laughs> so the point you were making, Steve, like, we're going we to need to make sure develop. that as we develop recommendations, we are cognizant of how they interact or right. potential, like, either or...
0: All right, can we move on to the next one? First comment by Stacy Silver, line 19, if you're following numerical Mm -hmm. order.
1: I think we've done that one, not that we've literally done Stacy Silver's, but I think we've discussed that comment.
17: Director.
0: OK, then uh, second one agency should consider consider separating the right of way permit process from the plat record recordation process. That's what we discussed. Yeah, Did it's, all all it's all the all same one OK. Um, and Casey Anderson.
2: Well, I, I think right, we've can had
12: that discussion as yeah. well.
0: Oh, yeah. OK. The right. And so then St. The, Peter Safari, sign- which is the signature one. So the question there is really how possible is get it is including e signatures in this yeah. process? Yeah. Okay.
9: <laughs> so well, I just you, checked the land records, and it looks like legally in um, the real property article. there is authorization for e-signatures so somebody somebody ought to talk with the um with the clerk of the court the the land records clerk and see what if they see any issues
0: so what's who's the follow-up there i'm i'm
4: sending it we are gonna follow up okay yeah all right thank you (laughs) all right so
0: we are we are done with the record flats category
9: wait 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 wait. can you go to the second part of that question i just want to make sure i understand the second part of that comment i'm sorry i hate to pull us back but
4: it's because you haven't had one of the chocolate chip cookies
9: (laughs) i haven't but honestly that's probably a good thing i have my salad here but it says here we support the recommendation to allow for review of final engineering plans ahead of full site plan certification have we talked about that
0: the second half of the sentence, line twenty-two.
9: Because that's a big. I I see a lot of issues with that. I don't know, but or maybe not a lot, but at least some issues.
15: I question sure, is when, like yeah. is it after a review of the certified site plan or two reviews? Yeah. But sometimes it's beneficial, just again from a timing standpoint, if you can figure out a way to submit some things like sediment control, for example, after you've had your site plan certified set reviewed a time or two, to save some time.
13: So, so that's when the plat is approved, or what no? Approved? He's talking about no. site
15: plan and yeah. engineering plan review. Yeah the law
9: doesn't allow it te- technically doesn't allow for that but sometimes land development at least they used to at times they would yeah.
13: just can't get
9: we it we can't the, they something. would at least try to help with it
13: remember what holds you up again is the bond with the certified site plan and that's an issue that I raised before that for sediment control plans and that's in the zoning we should park and planning should Waive that requirement for sediment control, not for the issuance of the building permit, because that's something that they can start months in advance by doing the site grading and start that. And so you, you, you jump ahead. That would help you a lot with your project to go forward. And most if, of the time, that's a condition of approval. So maybe if we would submit that. that could yeah, but you. that's in the zoning. So the zoning ordinance, Chapter 59, has to be changed.
15: No, that's will allow for. Wait, wait. You have to submit your certified site plan bond. Your, your site plan bonding before you get certified site plan. Before,
13: before you get the settlement control permit.
15: See, we've had that change, though, in certain resolutions, and I won't say which one. No,
13: yes, if you do it <laughs> yes. at the resolution time. But that's not the practice. Robert just came back. But Don't that's matter. not the practice. We're talking about <laughs> settlement control permit. that We are not able to approve it until the the, 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 the site plan bond is posted.
15: That's what they try to do, and if we've asked on a couple of different instances to get it changed that, that so that it's tied a to a different project. Plan. But
13: I have to come to Robert. I have, if it's not yeah. part of the reason, you know, and that's usually a, they accommodate us. Yeah. They usually, you guys say, fine, it's not, let it go. It's usually if it's matched up. You're looking at the limits of disturbance and making sure that that's matched up with forest conservation and site plan, but also the bonding for the certified site plan. If it's not posted and everything matches and it's ready to be issued, we cannot issue it because the bond is not posted for site So that's that's the issue that Kate mm-hmm. is bringing up. I'm sorry, I missed that since I
2: walked out. Is
13: that what this yeah, comment is talking that, about? It,
15: no, that, that's totally... And We actually covered that earlier. This is something totally the, separate. Okay.
13: This is with the land development associated most, with the sediment control of storm. Yeah, Most of the plans, we've recently been approved.
6: The... Site plan bond is a requirement to pull your building permit, not the land, but that's also for the land for sediment. So that's something we could streamline or talk about. That's
13: as something as we have to talk to the to streamline that.
12: We, we could I mean, but right now you can submit the bond anytime you want.
2: Yeah.
12: Um, so I mean, there's no restriction on that part of it, and we turn around kind of the, the comment of that really really fast. So um, I mean, whatever we but we can.
6: Definitely talk about how to streamline that. Yeah,
15: that's, that's, that's,
6: that's dependent on the platform. Yes.
15: But I think this was talking about, and it sounds like you guys are already doing it, allowing for the submission of certain engineering plans prior to certified site plan. We do. You do allow for some, just not approval. We
2: do. Okay. We
13: cannot approve until the site plan is approved, certified, and the bond is posted. Okay.
0: So the... When you said the zoning in Chapter 59 has to be
13: changed, oh, that's, that's for what? The so maybe, yeah, to change the, the, the requirement for the issuance of sediment control permits, it's related to the posting for the certified site plan. Bond. The bonds.
2: I mean,
15: if you have a forest conservation plan, anyways, you got to have all that done. So the well, forest conservation plan bonds, I agree with. Like, that makes sense with sediment control. Yeah. It's the site plan bonds. The site plan.
6: Okay. And usually that, those are like individual conditions i can the, find the, the section plan that
13: oh, yeah. that far you got it can, what section you, 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 you fact check me code. <laughs> yeah no you were correct <laughs> <laughs> what, what section is that 59 what
3: it's it's chapter 59 it's uh division seven point whatever it's under site plan then under site plan you have to go down to conform it it's, sorry um And after decision or subsequent actions and conforming permits, and the language is for any development requiring site plan approval, DPS must not issue a sediment control permit, building permit, or use and occupancy permit, building structure improvements, unless any board's approved site plan, a bond has been approved under section, and it gives another reference to the Seven, three, four.
12: So, I mean, the the fun way to look at that is you have three different. Parts of it that you could tie it to. Either right. Either sediment right. control, building permit, building or permit. use and occupancy, maybe? Use Is an
13: occupancy. It, an or, or 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 it an or Is an, 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 an? an It's
1: an So you need
3: a building old. or, mm. no, must not issue a sediment control, building permit, or use and occupancy for any building structure unless. Oh. Or, yeah,
6: because I would say you have to back with it. resolutions
13: if it's... Or You got two ants. And or... <laughs>
1: oh, <that's it. laughs> I read so for any development requiring must not issue da, 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 or right. so I read that as you, mu- you can't issue any of them until oh yeah you meet the way thank Thanks. you oh, ah. <laughs> so that
15: would need that actually would be it'd be helpful to change that because right. technically, the site plan bond should be tied to either flat or building permit.
13: So the we were 1-2. we were not following that, actually. Mike, really Mike Preferly yeah. is the yeah, one that called me that. years ago and well, said this. Mike Preferly says, hey, he referred me to this. Said, Son, mm-hmm. you're missing this. Thanks Martin. So, Next the board. Board. so what, <laughs> what are we I'm not following what we're proposing to
0: change we're proposing to change the language. So
1: there's three different permits that can't be issued until the site plan is approved and the bond has been approved. So it sounds like the
13: proposal is to pull
1: the,
15: down the change for the the sediment out, control, not building or permit.
13: Or pull the sediment control permit. Right. Off right. Because yeah. building what permit. where are the other two types,
1: of types of It's account? sediment control, building permit, and use and occupancy. Yeah, I would just pull sediment control.
13: Sediment yeah. control, because with the issuance of building permit, your site plan relates a lot of the stuff prior to the issuance of yeah, the first I building agree. permit. So it's not just the. Bonding. There are other things that they have to Steve,
1: that would be county council because you're going to need a ZTA the for that. To
13: you need oh, yeah. who really to do this. Yeah. We do this yeah, two brackets. <laughs> a that might be the
1: way
6: to. Well, that's what that was I was all, so, yeah. all right, so, right. so, so
0: hold on. We, got, we have multiple conversations going. Let's bring it right. back. Tom, if, question? So,
10: we're talking about site plan bond? Yes. yes. And you want to have it just have it wait until a building permit occurs or you wanted to have but what about if you have multiple buildings like you're doing a site plan for like a small development or something then you would do this you'd be not posting the bond until your first building permit Right. But mm-hmm. it would have to be the first building permit, right?
15: Yeah, and sometimes in, in certain situations, you you phase your plan, so it's like if, depending on how you develop the project. Right. So you would tie it for the first building permit of that phase.
10: Okay. Okay. That makes sense. I just you know some of these things.
15: And yeah,
9: so the to be clear,
10: of a particular phase, exactly I
9: mean. if, including foundation to grade.
13: I was just going to say that. That's a big part of it. Well, how are you going to
9: do that? Because that's a building permit. Right. So, yeah, but but it should be clear that it includes any. Yeah. From the very first building permit
13: zoning, though, that's not Uh, not to do that. Because we separated a lot of permitting issues. It used to be in the zoning. We took them away. Yeah. uh, I'm done with that. Says, it's too complicated, too much. Why well, you got your stuff in my zoning? I said, OK, <laughs> remove them, um, whatever makes you up. Well, if you want to put it back in again, I thought I thought
6: Rowling got credit for that,
13: no, oh, though. <laughs> yeah, you could
6: yeah. you could put it
9: in chapter eight that no building permit can issue unless any required bond has been submitted. Yeah, say
2: again,
9: put it in chapter eight.
0: And the it is
9: the requirement that for the, be right, that right, if, if it was that Pam, yes, right, yeah. you don't want yeah, to do
2: yeah. that. Say building you or list, you one, have to list, so building or okay,
13: you just you just take with on sentiment section? control, that's all you have to I do know, and they do
4: right? So let's just do that in 50, or i sorry, 59. Yeah, just got it.
13: It do it 59, 59.
4: Yeah.
0: 59. Yeah. That's okay. easier to do
13: there, all right. okay, okay, and
0: we'll make the exceptions. All right. So that's the last on record oh. we now?
2: <laughs> that's is this, is this,
0: um We've got, you know, 45 minutes to go here. I think we're going to notice next, right? Yep. So Let me figure out where, what it music, is. where that is.
3: It's after, I don't know if it's the paper, but it's after administrative amendments. Can,
14: this is the losing. All right, so I've it's got line, line 91. 91. Yeah.
0: Oh. Okay, so. All right, so notice process. We've got about 11 comments in here. Some short, some lengthy. We'll go through them one by one.
17: Has anybody gone previous to see how many of them are things that are actually already being done? I'm to
3: like, I'm well, just checking. Yeah, I I'm well, we'll talk that. about that. No, we did. We just sort of, yeah, we didn't want to feel like
2: yeah. we were making a judgment on any
0: of the stuff. Exactly. All right, so the first one is in low density neighborhoods, the circular radius of concern notification needs to be expanded to one mile.
4: Is it currently half a yeah, mile? I think it's question. half a mile, but I'm just trying to confirm. What is low
6: density?
0: Well, you'd have <laughs> <to fix.
6: laughs> you
2: have to be consistent you want to for everything.
0: everything. <laughs> question. It is a good question. <laughs> so, does this notification mean door to door? What does it and mean? <laughs> it's like this is happening down the block.
1: It's a,
3: half, it's a half mile to occupant of, and then it's all the addresses. And I just yeah.
11: want to list out what the notifications are for like let's go through so that people understand. Notification that there's going to be a sketch plan hearing. Notification that there's going to be a resubmittal meeting hearing that comes from the developer, right? Yeah, That's something that we have to talk about that separately, but okay, sketch plan, preliminary plan, site plan, mandatory
6: referrals. Yeah, there's that, but almost everything gets noticed.
4: That's a little bit different. That's a little
6: different, but.
4: Forest conservation plan, yes.
0: Um, For you said forest conservation. zoning uh-huh. application.
4: OK, so I'm sticking to regulatory stuff right now.
11: <laughs> Is this going to individual addresses
12: or so? There's two parts to this yeah. one, and there's two parts to the questions. Um, uh, under that first one where it says. Um, the notification <clears throat> needs needs to be expanded to one mile, so we When we notice, we look at the adjacent confronting property owners and they get a they get us that that notice. But then we also look at civic groups within a mile or half a mile of the uh, of the property itself. And I think the first part of this question is, um, can we expand that to a mile um, instead of half a mile? Right.
4: That's what I gather, but that's that's for civic. That's for the associations.
0: Right. Well, the first one doesn't specify who, right? The, the second one specifies civic association within
4: five miles.
0: Within five miles. Right. But the first one doesn't specify.
12: I mean, it does. Say expanded to one mile. Yeah, I think they mean everyone within miles. Mile. <laughs> and then they mean the civic associations that have a five miles. mile. So we yeah we, we don't we don't notice everyone within a mile or even half a mile. I mean, I think it's the understanding that it's the adjoining confronting property owners. And then the other part of that, in terms of who gets notice, is the civics, HOAs, or people that have signed up as a, um, as a party of record for pretty much all of our applications. And they get that notice uh, within the half a mile of the site.
11: Condo buildings within mm-hmm.
12: half a well, mile. Each individual, individual a, owner in like that condominium building would get, a, would get a notice. But for a rental, you're, we typically send it to that, that building itself for them to distribute. Because we don't have all the ownership information sometimes.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. sure.
5: So the context here is this writer is probably someone in a very rural community where they're not getting the notices. I, I have had this happen with a client that had four acres. The plan. This is in Prince George County Planning Board. You know the adjoining properties. The main. The immediate people knew. And then a couple of community members came in very upset that they weren't made aware. And it's like, well, we did it within our radius. So, right. you know, right. so sorry you didn't get the the memo. So I guess the question here is how amenable can we be to making sure that in these areas of low density, what, however that's defined, that, you know, the radius is expanded so that more people who could be uh, impacted by the development that comes because it's making their rural area less rural be included. I, guess
1: I have two thoughts. The first being to answer the low density part, yeah. <laughs> I guess jumping off what Teresa says, in this case, then I'm thinking low density means, I wouldn't even say R60 if that's the concern. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's the rural residential, right. RE1, 2 maybe the agricultural zones. Yeah. My second thing is in terms of notice, There's also signs posted for certain things, which I know is not the same as like getting a letter in the mail, but there are signs. So if you're in the area, travel the area, drive around the area, those are posted as well.
11: I feel like these signs, because I get this question all the time from neighbors, they see the black and white sign go up and they say, what does this mean? I, I don't understand this. It looks, I mean, it looks like a foreign language if you're not familiar with, you know, the, the zones and the heights and all that. So, um I'm wondering if there's a way to make it. E- I know, and it says for more information, contact mm-hmm. you know. But, I'm wondering if there's a way to make the signs even a little bit more user friendly. Yes,
4: yeah, so I think that's actually our communication, point. our communications director has an awesome idea of even showing having a picture yeah. included on there. I mean, a pictures kind uh, of visualizer.
12: Well, fantastic yeah. and I will tell you, the pushback from staff has been. As soon as that plan changes and that picture changes, (laughs) we're getting phone calls from every single person saying, okay, why did it change? And then it's a snapshot in time to some degree.
11: Right. That gets into the rendering versus reality
12: issue. (laughs) Can I I go back to the kind of the radius piece of it? Because when we send out notices, um, we send out physical mailings. So this is a huge cost impact, I think, to us uh in terms of how we send out and who we send it out to um not to say that you know we we try to be as transparent as possible and send it out to as many groups as we we can I don't know the rhyme or reason to half a mile or a mile I really don't right. so um, I
3: have a code mm-hmm. so it does say when an application is accepted the applicant must send notice of the application to all the budding and confronting property owners sitting and homeowners associations renters associations that are registered with the planning board. And are located within a half mile of the site and any municipality within a half mile i think that the ask here is could you take some subset and only say for the rural residentials and possibly the ar zone the 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 distance is one mile and and so given given where you're talking you may not be doing a lot more mailing out there because the homes are so far apart but if you restrict it to just rural residential and the ar zone possibly you're you're helping this Request, but you're also like recognizing there's a difference. I agree
12: with you. I mean, I think we, that if, if we could limit not. it to specific zones that are more rural in nature, I don't know that that would be an issue. Okay.
3: Yeah. Also, what were you reading from? Is that the, it's under the notice chapter in the zoning code?
4: Okay. There's also the admin procedures has all the notice stuff. So we it. would be consistent. With both. Yeah.
11: So is the pre middle there. notification? the same that the applicant has to send out. It follows the same
6: formula. Yes. Same exactly. guideline. Yep. And then signs have to be posted. I think it's 15 days before the pre-app meeting. Yep.
11: So maybe there's an issue with information being updated in the system because we have found that it's it can be very sort of inconsistent yes. with who in our neighborhood actually receives the notification and who it's going to. And I know other associations have had that issue too. So maybe it's just making sure it's the accurate information for the contact for the
4: civics well yeah, that, and we do keep uh, okay we do keep a list but it does rely on people letting us know if that's changed if they change. yeah yeah.
15: i'll say when we send out mailings we get so much mail returned to us
11: Yeah, realize that that needs to be uh, proactively uh, updated yeah.
5: That was a question that came out of the same hearing at a meeting I was talking about was how old the data was that the planning board was using to send the mailings and how I think they said, well, that depends on the, rec- the recording from the county and blah, blah, blah. But um, I just want to touch on that. The other train of thought I had, oh, some of those areas don't have civic associations Right. You just, yeah. you know, in, right. individuals. Other
0: yeah. And I just say something as so I'm going to take off my facilitator hat. So I live in a community in Prince George's County and I see these from, from the Prince George's planning office. I see these signs go up all around my community because it used to be fairly rural. And I drive by the signs. I think they're orange and gray and white or something. And I can't make heads or tails about what it means. We've got a we've got an airport that's going to be converted to townhomes and we've got a old nursery that's gonna but it's like when the notice is posted it's like well what does this mean and you drive by it and if you really want to be conscientious you got to pull over in traffic mm-hmm. take a picture of it so in my experience of 25 years in prince george's county they're close to useless um when i, I you know i've gotten noticed because they've redeveloped the land behind my home it used to be a horse farm now it's a it's an active adult community, and because my house abutted it, I got a notice in the mail. But otherwise, you don't know what's going on until it's it's very late in the process. So the signs, although they they're a check the box, I think for most residents they're pretty much irrelevant. Just, that's my editorial. I'll put my facilitator <laughs> back. It's,
5: okay. it's true, I think. Cherise? I got a picture of mine. The thought I had was uh, just in the sense of us being futuristic and innovative and streamlining, um, you know, even the school system has had to convert their ability with their population, you know, if you have a website and you have all these things, maybe there's a way to, if they see a sign. Educating them about where they can go to find out what said sign says, <laughs> you know, without having to do all of that. I just think and to Christina, it's an idea, but something that could maybe help to, you know, address the issue of people not feeling like they're getting the communications and being proactive
18: and knowing where and how to get the communications. Got um, some add yeah. something for WSFC experience, so... Like, we deal with more customers. We deal with a customer. We need that. We have that address. Has been working for us is texting. So, but that needs to be proactive. All the customer. We don't use any more letters. We use text. But the text and the email and the customer have been very responsive because it's something that you get.
12: Everyone almost everyone has uh, do, you, do you know if if it's um, I mean, traditionally we've always used the the mailing as the primary way to you know get the, the message out because in the past we always heard not everyone has a cell phone and not everyone has email. That's changed maybe from ten years ago. One of the comments I think, and it may have been from Al Carr, was having groups opt out of the Written notification, written—I mean—mailed notification—and let HOAs get an email, which I don't know that we have a problem with that, other than um, other than the traditional ways has been, you know, the the written notification on a on a mailing, just because people will complain that they didn't get it. Um, they're going to complain if they didn't get it anyway, but um, you know, one way or another, because it may not be within a certain distance or or what have you, but.
18: I, like him, I live in Montgomery County. Mm-hmm. I live cl- close to Crown, uh, the new development area. Yeah. I never receive a notification. Our HOA never receives a notification. They are living behind our, all our townhouses. Lifetime that you, the people. But I, we never, we see the, the signals, but nobody see the signal because you are driving.
12: But how does WSSC do it then in terms of the signs they post? You said people can sign up for email, text, yeah, or, yeah. or info.
4: So I know one thing just from a legal perspective. Like, we have to provide notice. You know, that's a legal requirement. And when you mail it, you sh- you can show, I mailed this. You know, and with other things, it's really hard to show that, the, that it – that we met our legal requirement to notice, and that's why we keep going back to to the mailing piece, so you can I, do both. Uh, yes, I, and that's what I was gonna say is I think we're gonna be stuck doing the mailing piece for sure, but what it sounds like is we need to find even better solutions for reaching. Reaching more people that might be interested, and I'll just say, like, I'm looking at this this draft template that our communications director just sent me. That she's like, look, we've got this signage thing; it can go. It, it I think, it is a lot clearer looking at it versus just the black and white, you know, words that mean a lot to us that do it every day, but probably nothing to the people that if
5: walk by. A constellation, Prince George's County. Doing that, and it makes it for me somebody who recognizes the signs. Like, I'm like. Oh, okay. I mean, if I know where to go to learn more about it, maybe there's a big web address that goes on. I, I don't know. Something. know right? we yeah, do we do have we the make make
4: web address, but, you're
5: right. but it does require
4: people to take multiple st- steps to get there. Right?
18: You have all of the big notification and Twitter, uh, Instagram. Like, that,
4: like, we do, but we get so many applications. You know, we have multiple applications that are going every single week to the board and so like if you put those out there to Twitter I think I'm wondering if it would just get lost it's almost like you need something a little bit more focused to an area
18: yeah but like I, like I said like the text and the mails have been working for that, for that. Yeah. and yeah, customers are very like they are very thankful that we do that especially because when no water or something like that we need something that was
1: fast and everyone received it. Is it an opt in or an opt out? Like people have to sign up to receive
18: notifications. I don't know now it's sign in and and maybe everyone received it that when it started, Mm you need to sign in because I signed in. Right. Like I said, a lot of customers we have received letters and about
0: how this is working for my 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 guess. I mean, every public agency struggles with this, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, no matter no matter where you are, how do you keep residents? Mm -hmm. And my my guess is there is some literature somewhere that has some good case studies. I wouldn't know where to find them. Um, And I think a lot of it is kind of it's probably trial and error. Hey, we tried Twitter and it seemed to work. So we're going to or whatever the case may be. But yeah, I, I think as an example that you that you gave, Cherise, I mean, school systems have gotten, at least Prince George's County, has gotten much more savvy about how to stay connected with parents on a wide range of issues. And uh, so it just, it, it requires kind of the, the intent and the resources to figure out beyond kind of what you're already doing, where you can get more traction. Yeah, but
18: the difference with public education, is the same. I am already counting my kids, I am already continuing. You get, you, they have that information already because you, like, your kid is going right, to... Right, right. This they, is true. It is different. Before they need to have the your remain. So, for, yeah, every everything we sure. receive, and this is great for me, that, that the school closed. they have something, they always get.
12: Okay. So, Steve, we can definitely check into the, the first two. I don't know that it would be a major problem, okay. but I, I want to circle back with... Uh, uh, Bridget, our communications director, uh, on that piece of it, uh, and just see what other opportunities there are for notification. I did have a question because I know this is—it sounds like this is more on development applications coming in. Hassan, the building permits get—do they get noticed? I know you post them on physical sites, yeah. but the building permits—we put noticed? the yellow sign. Yeah, yeah. we put the, 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 the building code yes, in all of. But that's
13: on the property. On the property. It's just a sign. There's no notification. No notification. When the building permit is issued, but they have, like however, in accordance to Chapter A, they have 30 days from that's the time it was the sign that the building right. permit is issued to, if they have any issue, to challenge that issue and they can take it to the Board of Appeal in accordance mm-hmm. to the regulations in yeah, Chapter
2: Eight.
13: I think Robert jumped the gun. I don't think we were going oh, to I'm sorry. the
4: five miles. You said we, you said we were okay with the first two and, and we're like are we oh, no. Five miles five
2: is big that's yeah big that's
4: big I can see one it's that's currently a
3: much half much. mile like it is for
12: I will check with bridget five miles is pretty extreme I think um <laughs> yeah. it almost becomes the whole county no, no. um so, so currently, um, yeah it is a half mile so i'll I'll check and not miles. Miles. <laughs> <answer, laughs> yes, <laughs> a mile Go, go
11: ahead,
3: Amanda. The city so miles, they're too. Small. They're one mile is oh,
12: needed
3: Yeah. Okay. I heard. So, Amanda's saying
12: maybe if we look at one mile. I think one mile. So. We'll look at one mile. It's yeah. what was requested of the one of them. So, thank you for pointing that out.
0: <laughs> 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 but, but just to be clear, so the first one, though, is talking about low density areas, but you're talking, if mm-hmm. I'm understanding, so you're talking about so one mile everywhere. kind of wherever.
4: No. <laughs> No. Yeah for the homeowners association. for the homeowner yeah. Association yeah, yeah. we're talking about one mile for everywhere. Above yeah. is just talking about low density neighborhoods road d- road residential I, otherwise in residential zones because yeah yeah, he got that No he said he said are we talking about one mile everywhere and' I'm, we're not we're <laughs> not because the amount that would be a huge cost Right for us the number the first one
3: is in the rural residential and agricultural reserve zones it's one mile. And for the homeowners associations, everywhere, it's one mile. That's the changes that are. Right,
0: but it's the same person making it, saying in low density, one mile, civic associations, five yeah. miles.
3: Right, But we're just saying, we kind of, with the second one, we don't agree with five miles. We think
6: okay, it's so you, only one.
3: Okay. And with the first one, we agree with the low density, which is clarifying what that means. If ad
6: and it's interesting because when we do a Clarksburg job and we get the civic list, Bethesda's on there, Silver yep. Springs on there. When we do a Bethesda job, Clarksburg's on yep. there. And it, it's like, like you almost have to just send it to all the civic groups that are on registers in some are countywide, civic Federation. But you almost, it almost, your mailing almost goes to all the civics countywide because they've all signed up to get info. Uh, uh, so okay. it's uh, independent of what the, the code says.
0: So there's a there's a specific list that you go to to
6: yeah we asked Park and Planning for the registered civics and we ask, and there's a even a chart on the website for the five miles and
3: some of the civics are registering in areas far outside of their oh, correct
6: yeah. because I know the couple of Clarksburg ones we just did Silver Spring Bethesda <laughs> and so forth and they're they're just you know they may not comment but they signed they up to, to get the notified yeah okay.
0: All right, so let's let's move to line 94, third comment, third and last comment from Cindy and Chris Widmer. Yeah, so, so this is about notification at the in, at intake rather than accepted proposal.
4: They're actually notified well before we are. So they, they get yeah. notified by the applicant mm-hmm. before.
6: Yeah, because there's two. So there's, there's two a steps. pre-application meeting. We have to do notices. That's before we submit everything. And then the last step before we are accepted for intake, you have to post your signs and send out the mailing that yeah. this has been submitted. Yeah, And it gives the uh, DRC date on it. So that's, the, the second meeting is what? Say it again. So the last step of intake is... Everything else is done. Parking planning says post your signs, which we do. We come back, give a uh, affidavit that, and pictures that the signs have been posted. And then we do the mailing. And the mailing has the DRC date on it. So that's, that's covered. So I don't know where. I think, I
2: think we already do. do yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: So are we going to the next one? Yeah. Sierra Club?
11: Well, can I just say it says this is the limbo we are currently in. I'm wondering if these folks have like a specific example of a project where this was the issue and if we could sort of forensic that and figure out, you know, and I know if they're not happened. on the
6: list because they're not adjacent owner. Or they're not a civic group. Then that, they're not. Getting that might noticed, have been
11: what but, happened, yeah. but maybe, maybe it's just the expectation. Yeah, People don't something. understand that they are. Got on the list yeah, but but
3: then the, the fix for this I mean so you know what Gary says is they're going to post when they get they posting a sign to get their application accepted if somebody wants it before even that even occurs just when they're thinking about it and working through this like when they would have that place in meeting and they're maybe not finding that out um it it's hard for park and planning to jump in and I mean they don't really have a role yet yeah it hasn't it literally hasn't been accepted and sometimes there can be things that occur or the time that get stretched out right? I I think I would imagine on your end before something gets to be an accepted application.
8: Well, it's all sort of, you know, it's a seamless thing. We do have to put it all up. But, you know, that for intake, the criticisms I've read are that planning is, is requiring such detailed submission and that sometimes even review, reviewers even get into substance about proposal. And so, of course, if that's the case, and if the thing that's finally accepted is already a very polished and somewhat negotiated document, then that's from not, the that's, that's, not that's, that's not true.
4: Yeah, I mean, it, negotiated and polished is not the case at intake. Um, so it's not it's just making sure that they're complete and there's a lot of technical pieces that need to be complete but it's it's just making sure it's what is in the comments you see they you know they do say that
8: sometimes the plant gets into substance so if that you know the community then may feel like well you know they've already worked so much out We are going to have a hard time commenting because they
4: spend a lot of time the Reviewers at intake don't even have, they don't have the review authority over the plan. They just look at intake. They're different people. So it's, they're not
3: even. They're not working anything out because they don't have any authority to. They're just exactly. The code is very specific about what you have to have to submit that application for acceptance. And part of that reason was so that we wouldn't have applications that came in that were so incomplete that then the, the time frame from getting the application to being able to take it to DRC was really extended because what you were really doing was getting the applicant to provide um, a sufficient application for DRC review. And so to to, to to make it clear to people and to make that timeframe hopefully more efficient was to say, so when the application's accepted, it has to have all these pieces. Therefore, that timeframe to get to DRC can be respected and done
4: pretty quickly.
2: And You're also, it.
4: right. And also the whole signage piece comes in at the, the pre intake level so it's like the very first thing where we're just looking at the signage um and the fee and just the really basic stuff before we even start looking at at the plans um to make sure that all the plans are right. there right. so, there's one, so post, there's one notice posted before anything has gone but, right but pre-application, The pre-application is in, happening is, the
8: yeah place.
6: pre-application meeting and the plan can change be that yeah, between yeah. that yeah. and when mm-hmm. you're, you're accepted but the plan on record at acceptance is yeah you know, that's that's the plan, whether it's been adjusted or not. And then you still got your ten pages of comment at DRC. So that's. Right.
8: Well, I'm so trying to, to paraphrase what I read, so right. uh, maybe I'm not. And we have intake oh, right. yeah, yeah, so we'll intake
0: get, intake is a yeah. a separate so, so. category. Obviously, it's linked to other things that we're talking about. Yeah, to say
8: I think that.
0: Okay. So, can we move to Sierra club
1: So for this one, in retrospect, I wish I'd broken it up, but I apologize. So for the notice process, I think we're just looking at number one. So two through five, I think, are all in other
6: categories. You know what? want to climate change next. Different <laughs> <laughs> so, worker.
4: So I actually think like that was her, their intro it, you know paragraph mm-hmm. and then if you look at the next yeah, one it gets the, into what they're talking about okay, so yeah i agree let's with that let's just skip to the two next, two next two two line okay that'd be good, be good.
3: okay so there's something below yes
4: yes see below jump to the next. other one. well yes. later yeah 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 i think those comments all right
0: so i'm now on line 96 second sierra club line
11: Talked about all that. Yeah. I think if there's a way to do both electronic and paper birth notification, like this PO box issue, that's that's a real issue. That's another thing that had happened with um, our neighborhood. Is right to the PO box, and you're not necessarily visiting that every single day, right? So the Sierra Club needs a, uh,
6: a regular mailbox.
11: No. <laughs> 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 um,
4: I mean, we can always send what they have, right? So I think this yeah. there
11: is a there is a solution to this. You yeah. know, if it's possible to set up an oh, electronic system, and maybe you do have to opt in, and maybe there does have to be some responsibility on people wanting to proactively be notified. I think
12: that Christina's point earlier, we probably would still stick with the the uh, and not, I mean, not well, the mail yeah. notice that there's another way to kind
10: of supplement that with the other items and maybe that yeah, supplement. To... Yeah, so um, just to actually the, the issue that, that like right. Gary already and Kate already mentioned, like you send it out to every HOA because every HOA signs up. But what if what if they could, you know, Sierra Club and other organizations have, have similar uh, structure where you just you you email, you know, do electronic mail to, to them through that kind of a process, and they could opt in. So Sierra Club would just sign up, you guys, would just do
6: electronic, because they do weigh in on everything in the county, yeah, and there's that, a number yeah. of those organizations, Right. so maybe the email link would be best for them, you know, and if they do have a P.O. box and they only look at once a month, you yeah. know, shame on them, but again, it's, we That's email them the stuff that, that would help facilitate it. So right. At least
10: you would have met what they're asking, which is that, you know, they want something fast and they want to get it. They can opt into an email and you're so I have a quick question. It.
3: We're going to get to like email notice. But you guys already have like this giant list of people that mm-hmm. say, tell me what goes on in planning. Right. Yeah. So could you once a week send out like. If you really care, here's what, here are the applications we received this week. And it's short and sweet, but has a link to every application. And that goes out to the people who've already asked for all the information at planning. So you're not trying to set up a whole other separate list for DRC or for applications. And maybe you're going to say, though that's crazy bananas. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to think of a way that you already have a list. People who've already opted in said, I care about planning. And so they once a week get this summary snapshot. Here are the accepted applications this week boom and then it's on them like they've gotten it it's gotten it in their email and if they really want to they can li- they can click the link in it to go to the you or know link to the the yeah, I
11: notices that went. I, how many written notices are going out a week
4: like a lot so we looked at we looked at this recently and it was like 10,500 or something that went on the last year like so okay, that's a yeah. lot like,
2: well,
3: i'm not saying this is instead of mine was like the supplement like right. you were saying
2: could
17: drc agenda be a way that made it like here's this like here's this week's drc agenda like, but i
4: mean that's so that is okay so that, that gets that gets really interesting because that did. is already on our website it's already posted you know so you can go in there and click the link and, and then but mine is more like information yeah you know, it's
3: not and, and it's and it's I, I wouldn't want to get it too close to drc because i think it addresses this comment of people saying i i find out too right. late right? right like mm-hmm. by then the staff have already worked together with Whoever, and I'm worried that my comments don't matter. So, if at the end of the week you're just yeah. literally sending out a note that says, Here's what we received this week. I don't
17: that's, know. Yeah, no? that's going to be 20 now. People no. have that concern. DRC is maybe not too DRC's late. DRC is not I too late it's, at it's, all. That's like, that would be the first time that that's if you're true. concerned that's, about that's really yeah, it.
4: That's the thing is when the DRC agendas that's that's when it's accepted is when that drc agenda goes out so that's as early as it's going to get as far as being involved other than the pre-submittal the pre-community submittal And, community. and the
6: notices have the drc date on yeah so that's there's there's you know you yeah you know, those are all interconnected so how many how much redundancy yeah. or how much so, so tom and then meredith i was
10: just going to say then. so for CR sierra club i think they want to hear about like probably Every time you're doing a community meeting pre application, they don't want to wait till DRC because they feel like that's you know, they're behind the eight ball on that. But I mean if you're sending out a community so a a community. uh, A a pre application meeting notice you're sending it out to the community right in that area. But if if there's this group like Sierra Club that wants to be involved in absolutely everything, if it also went to the if. When planning the, sends planning that to them
6: too out, be oh, out, we send that out we get the list of interested parties like i was saying before The yeah. it's almost i almost guarantee every notice we sent for every project includes like the sierra club yeah. Civic okay. federation because yeah. they're they're in the loop and they ask to be included and that's what i was talking about if oh, we okay. have a project in clarksburg
10: yeah so they're they sending yeah.
6: notices to bethesda yeah. and silver spring okay. which they get the mailings now you know they want more mailings or redundant mailings. I don't, I don't know what the, you know.
10: And the pre-application meeting, community meeting,
6: that's, do you send
10: that notice to, to planning also? Yeah. To the, they get that. So, I mean, that's just really, that's.
6: A you ramps, have two right? signs 15 days before the meeting and we have to do the mailing to invite people. Yeah. And now we're doing the hybrid virtual and in-person. So.
11: I think the idea is that when you, the day you do the mailing,
6: also send an email and that's but most of those they'd have to be in the registered and planning because we don't yeah yes there has
11: to be a registered list but that's possible and that's
6: easy to do that's easy to do yeah you do a blanket email and attach the plan and you're done yeah
4: I think it does have to be an opt-in opt-in
6: yeah Yeah. Yeah. that's fine Meredith in
4: in addition to or instead of I don't know that's a good question I mean because if it's in addition to I'm sorry, if it's an instead of, I, I mean, I'm sure the legal department's going to be like, we're going to want some something sane. Right. I would rather go
15: more than less,
4: because that way yeah. someone
15: can't come back and say they didn't know.
4: Right. Uh, so it would have to be something to
0: right. let, let, let Meredith weigh in here.
4: I know it was a long
8: time ago, but I want to comment on Pam's, what Pam said. No, I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> and, <huh. laughs>
8: but I, I think Pam's idea is a really good one. And... Um, says in the, the actual comment, this person says, there's currently no, oh, this is Sierra Club, there's currently no centralized place where such notices are promptly posted online and can be easily located. Well, that's a little different, but Pam, I think Pam's suggestion gets to um, sort of the heart of the matter, and I, I think you do all have a huge email list um, to people that have, have shown general interest in both parks and planning issues so um i
4: i like that i mean i think is if we're going to do some
0: something... place for notices sorry is there a centralized place but for... there's not okay
4: not online no i, I mean if if you were going to do something like it you would just be emailing out the drc agenda which is posted every other week so but there's a the difference there's between posting making something available and being
3: Active and sending it right. When yeah, like yeah, you guys yeah, send yeah. press releases on everything, every multiple times a day, you'll get something from Park Planning, which is great because I've opted for it and I want to see it. Yeah. So if once a week I just got something that said, "If you care about development, here are the applications."
4: What if, what every, would be
6: it would be once every two weeks. <laughs> is is that similar, day? like the master plans? Pick a master plan. Ooh, you okay. can opt in, and they do quarterly newsletters or something like that. I'm thinking it'd be same infrastructure possibly. That you have to opt in give me your email and then whenever the updates are whether it's monthly or however often you do the update i I think it's uh, again this is kind of taking my
0: facilitator hat off doing a lot of outreach over the years in lots of different places um a lot of hoas don't do a good job of circulating information they receive out to their residents right so having an hoa as a point of contact i mean it could end up just one person sees it honestly. And I think the same is true of civic associations. The other thing is that uh, someone made this comment earlier, um, the turnover there is can be pretty rapid and it's like you've got someone's email address or phone number, it's like they haven't been in that position for four years, but you have no idea how to find out who's the person who replaced him or her. So those, you know, and it sounds like a lot of lists perhaps that are out there are the really active ones that, you know, are engaged on lots of different issues. That's great. They probably have kind of an ongoing presence. But I know in Prince George's County, like when we were trying to organize around Blue Line, it was like we couldn't get real contact with real HOA reps or civic organization reps anywhere along the Blue Line corridor from the DC line all the way out to Largo. So, you know, those lists They're tenuous, I think. And so like, how else are people finding out about it if my HOA never lets me know, right?
15: Facebook, people will receive my notice and they'll post it on Facebook for the community. That's another, like, so I find that there's a, an informal network that once people get notices they start to, not saying it's perfect again, but you know, I think the more ways that you can kind of reach out to these folks, Absolutely. via email via mail, you know, there's just, it
11: just kind of helps to spread the word. There is a trickle down, trickle out yeah. that, that happens, but it's not guaranteed to reach everybody, which is why an opt in yeah. could be good, because then people are proactively, you know, choosing to be part of it. And it's a little bit on them if they're not, but they're, you know, but there has to be
5: outreach. <laughs> Next door is also another option where you can post the opt-in option. The whole thing is that um, you're never going to make everybody happy. So doing some level of, you know, increasing that effort to get the word out will satisfy that you're trying to extend um, the reach in terms of making sure that people are aware and sometimes the loudest people are going to be the ones that have all the access. It's sitting in their inbox and they just didn't open it. So you can't please everybody.
0: <laughs> all right. So with with line 96. Uh, <laughs> we're looking at uh, opt in. We're looking at potentially biweekly sending out the DR meeting agenda. And perhaps uh, expanding the range of apps and other tools that might be used to complement what's getting sent out by mail.
10: But it's not just the DRC list because, again, these guys, they want something earlier in the process.
4: That's as early as I can but, get it. So if but, they want it earlier, they have to get it from Gary and his team.
10: That's the thing. So, what, So the requirements on you all now. Yeah, there's
6: a pre application before we get to Christina. We have to have a public meeting, yeah. But, right, yeah and, right. and I know with different projects, there are ongoing you reach out to the neighbors, you reach out to the right, civic, right. You know, Clarksburg is so, a good case because they've had and, active civic groups, so that's you do that before, but right, it's not formal process, but.
10: right? But you're also sending that notice to to planning,
6: right?
10: Mm-hmm. So if planning could put that on there, also, I mean, it's just to be responsive to this, one of the complaints of some of the some of the people who testified was they think that DRC hearing is too late. They'd like to hear earlier, and so just like attending a pre a- application community meeting, they want to hear about it. So not until they file. It's not public. And so
12: I think to provide information ahead of time about maybe a proposed project that changes by the time they submit that's not that's not a good practice
4: so, and, yeah and also when gary says he sends it to planning he doesn't send it when it's happening they send it afterwards to show it happened so it's like it's 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 part of their intake process to like check the box yes you guys held a a pre-submittal meeting like you were supposed to and, and all of this yeah. um and and that's why I'm saying DRC's kind of the the, the closest I have to say this is a real project and it's out there because right. before it's accepted by us, it's just not a real project.
10: But well, from these. Well, OK, <laughs> I, I think from, um, from, from these sure, community interest groups, it sure
8: feels like a they're real interesting when you, get when you guys are about the meeting. I mean, uh, well, one thing you'll see, again, we'll be t- talking about and I just want to put this in there for you know, note it is there's a lot of um, dissatisfaction with the pre-application meeting and um, an interest in having that meeting be conducted by planning,
1: not by developer. I still think it's an issue because, well, one, just not to be too lawyerly, but I'm just like my liability red flags are raising to planning, taking on projects that haven't been filed, haven't been accepted, and I know it sounds harsh to say that they're not real projects, but they really aren't, and they're not public documents yet. No, wait, they have been
2: filed. No, no, they're, no not. <laughs> they, the they're not. No. They At the pre submittal meeting, they
8: haven't been filed. Days run. How come you end up having 70 or 80 days for, uh,
4: for the pre application? No, you're thinking, you're talking about the pre application meeting, right, Meredith? That happens before, well, before they submit anything to us.
6: And
4: when they submit to us, they have to submit proof that they held it.
6: And there's no requirements that you have to post a sign 15 days before the meeting. But that's Park and Play is
8: not involved yet. Well, um, you can just change the timing you can Change the timing some on the pre application meeting because at least what I'm hearing from people is that often it's just concept drawings show a lot of trees and, and there's you no know, it's I mean it's fine. I'm not I'm not not casting dispersions, but it doesn't really tell people much of what they need to know. So um it's something we should be
17: thinking about right but they can you, if people want to know earlier which is the point that Tom's saying he's hearing from people then there's less information available like that True. and if what we want is for them to see more real plans DRC is the first time that those are in and that they're real plans for them to look at like that that what kind of already
8: exists
17: process because in my
8: humble opinion, it takes way too long and therefore it's right at the time of the DRC meeting. What is it, like two weeks as soon as you get the application of the DRC meeting?
0: So let me call time here because we're at 127. (laughs) I lost track of time myself. Um, So um, I think we have to start next meeting, continuing notification. I think intake needs to be um a, another priority category that we make sure we address next time there's probably a couple others um first of all I just, I appreciate everyone being so diligent and going through this line by line because I know it's exhausting I'm exhausted um I do think we're making progress I I still do wonder how we're going to get through the whole list so if anyone has ideas about how we kind of hone in on the most important things in each category at least a focus on next so um because it it just feels like there are some issues and again i'm not trying to diminish anyone's public comment but there are some things that feel like we should really try and tackle earlier rather than later and i think just going through the list sequentially is probably not the (laughs) way to ensure we do that so i think our planning team needs to try and figure that out but if anyone else on the this committee has ideas about how we can go through this in a more streamlined, expedited way. Uh, I'd really appreciate it because it's, this is just voluminous, right? And there's, there's, each one has its own peculiarities and linkages. And so there's not a perfect way of doing it, but I, I do want to make sure that on August 24th, we can go through even more of it and hopefully more quickly. And I'm open to all kinds of ideas about how we might do that. But I appreciate everyone's uh, going through this marathon session. You should all take a 15 minute you know brain break here and <laughs> Before uh my 1.30 meeting right? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah tell them tell them I'll give you permission slip to, to be late like, how's that but anyway thank you very much see you in a couple weeks
17: logistically the 24th is our next meeting it is
0: there are meetings scheduled
17: in September there are I do not have any of those on my calendar yet am I missing them or I, I don't I don't know be so because my okay my my September calendar is starting to... All right, right.
0: so, so if you,
17: if can, you can we get <laughs> calendar yeah. notifications um, out? Yes, I'll
4: ask Emily to send it out. Okay. I mean, I think they were all... In, yeah, I'll ask her. I was going to say, stuff.
0: I think I've seen the dates somewhere, yeah. but... If, You've if, seen them from me at the beginning yeah, of each meeting, but, yeah, but that not, doesn't mean anything, right?
13: Yeah. I mean, it's got to get it's on real, people's calendar. on so. my calendar. Yeah, I know. Thank you all. I I could go put them on.